six. Oh, hey, looks like we're on, bro. All right, so this is Ostin. What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of the Book of Ostin Life of Detours. I'm here with my boy Mike Wilson. That's a uh, 216 wild boy out yes, here. Sir, what's, what's up? What's going on, brother? Yo, how you doing over there, man, bro? I'm just living life, man. I appreciate you having me on. I know it's been a while, man. Bro, it has <laughs> been a while. I ain't seen you in what? Years. Probably like... <laughs> I want to say like three, four yeah, years man. now, something like many. that, bro. That is yeah. wild, dude. Yeah, yeah, because we met back in the day at uh, at old Fridays, yeah, bro. Yeah, Fridays, and that's almost about what yeah. for me. Teacher, when I started working there, about almost ten years ago, and then uh, I want to say you started Hell working yeah. there, like not too long after. And then, yeah, I'd say maybe a year after yeah. or so. But you were already established up there. I remember you you were the you were like the bartender yeah. up there, bro. That shit, shit was dope. You took dude. over, man. You took over. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came in. It took it didn't take me too terribly long, but you you'd already moved on to some big bad stuff yeah. by that point, bro. Yeah, I remember man. that. Yeah. Bro, you 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 was always <laughs> great, man. It was always a pleasure uh working with you and uh always got That's great great yeah. vibes and great energy always with you bro so yeah you know hell yeah bro i remember i remember like dude you were just so chill <laughs> behind the bar bro and like we just like kick it like across yeah. the well and shit all the time bro like me sitting there like a little like 19 year old <laughs> server out there bro hey but you was always like interested to learn man and uh you was always easy to talk to oh yeah you know like so a lot mm. of people just take life too serious and don't enjoy it. And, you know, I could just tell, like, yeah. you enjoy life. And, you know, you just enjoyed the aspect of, uh, you know, just learning and living life, you know. Yeah, like, if you're going to do it, go ahead and be good at exactly. it while you're at it. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah, it's not that hard. All you got to do is just talk to yeah. the right people and just yeah. pay attention. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and drop it back for a second. I'm going to give... I'm going to give you the little spiel talking about, so, The Life of Detours, this whole podcast kind of started after I wrote the book and everything, so, what I did with the book was I sat down with, like, my closest friends and family, and I did interviews with them to kind of talk about, like, all these little situations that we'd gotten into, like, all this stuff was just kind of running through my head all the time, like, thinking yeah. about it and, like, thinking about how they felt about it and stuff like that, you know, whenever you sit down and talk to them, you actually get some kind of resolution, yeah, and then you put it down in writing, and then it's just no longer in your head. You actually have, like, it's basically like taking it, putting it on, like, a little backup and getting it out of right. your fucking head, bro. And it was, it was the best, bro. And so I kind of wanted to take that and kind of start hearing how other people's, like, when you look at the stories that I was telling, it's all, like, we went, uh, like, each person's is, uh, like, chronological, so you see how everything kind of steps out and how we ended up getting into these situations and how we ended yeah. up where we were. And so you you kind of realize, like, everybody's stuff is like that. Like, because of this situation, you end up in this situation, and then that pushes you here and here and here. And then you end up sitting in your room on a podcast <laughs> with all those, yeah. and, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're here to figure out. So we're going to start out. Like, I kind of just want to know, like, what's going on with you, bro, because I – like I listened to that uh, episode of the Fans Edge. That's up on uh, YouTube, Spotify, yeah, everything, yeah. right? Facebook, Twitter. Yep. You can find us everywhere, man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So what's going on with that? I know you got three people on it. Is that like a set? Like ju it's just yeah, you three most so of the time. You have myself, uh, two one six Wild Boy, and E 
G LaFlair, yeah. we're the two hosts. And then you have my best friend, uh, uh, Walt K. Disney. She's actually a producer. Uh, she has, like, uh, mm-hmm. she works, she has so much experience. Uh, she's been doing it since back in college. And then she's worked for multiple news stations nice. as well. Um, she's produced content oh. on uh, YouTube for multiple uh, fraternities and sororities. So, you know, I was like, man, you know, this next time around, and it's not my first time, you know, doing this. This, I would say, yeah. would be like probably like my second time around doing it. And I was just like, I want to do it the right way. Um, and I, I yeah. get the yeah, right people and, in. And, and involved, I also yeah. knew, you know, it's so time consuming as well. So I knew that I needed a team mm-hmm. who, you know, where it's not everything is just me. I don't have to come up with just the outlines. I don't have to do just the promoting on social media and things like yeah. that. Like, you know, I, I got a team now. That that's stuff is it taxing. Is. People it's, don't it's even very know, time bro. Consuming, you know, because what we do is, you know, Austin, we're content creators, you know. And so we always have to, mm-hmm. you know, we're creating content for people. And, you know, people just think, hey. You know, someone just comes up, you know, and they just sit there and do this, and they think that, you know, you didn't put any... And they yeah, throw it out there, and, and, and it, it just goes out. It doesn't yeah. go like that. Like, we have all of these different <laughs> things going in our mind, and, you know, sometimes, like, people say, uh-huh. or, you know, think I'm stuttering or whatever, but my mind is racing so fast, and literally sometimes my lip <laughs> just cannot keep up with how fast my mind is going. <laughs> I already know that, and I know that comes across in your show, but yeah. that's just you, bro. I remember that, like, oh, I remember that from back in the day, dude. Like, because you can see the gears are working, and you're still, like, you're still getting your message across, but I already know, like, you didn't say everything that, like, like, I don't know. I feel like you might have the problem of thinking, like, you didn't get your full point across, even though, like, you, you dotted the, the T's, or you dotted yeah. the I's across the T's, everything, but, like, you had it so figured out, you know, and it's hard to get yeah, it out in words. Exactly, you know? exactly. And I, I've always been more of like, a, <laughs> you know, an action guy than words guy, you know. And I, in life, I realized, you know, mm-hmm. you got to speak up a little bit more and stuff like that. But I just was always like, hey, it'll show in my, you know, it'll show in my actions. It'll show in my work. So, you know, but, uh, yeah. you know, the Fans Edge, we're on YouTube, uh, Instagram. Uh, we put out shows every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, 7 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. And um, we're going to start putting out more content as the football season comes out. Um, we're going to be putting out breakdowns. I'm so ready yeah, for Yeah, we're going to be bro. putting out breakdowns. I got interviews um, lined up. We're going to be interviewing people. And these are going to be live interviews. So nice. if you like sports and – you know, it's going to be one of your team. You definitely are going to want to chime in because this is the whole platform is to be able to give fans the opportunity to ask, you know, people who actually interview the team, those sports teams and stuff. You get to ask them questions, mm-hmm. the questions that you normally don't get to ask. And, you know, you never – and, and yeah. also it gives you – you know, a lot of people like to whisper and say things, you know, you know, behind behind the Twitter <laughs> the Twitter fingers and stuff, but this also gives people yeah. you know, you get to come on record. Put yourself on record. You know, I yeah. like to put myself on record. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you gonna say now? And uh I would say during the yeah. twenty twenty season when I was actually keeping score of picking mm-hmm. games, I was over seventy percent in picking college football and NFL games. 
I would say if I wasn't picking hey. NFL games, I'd probably be hovering in between 75 to 80% with college games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the NFL is man, just all over the NFL, place. Really, I, 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 I try, <laughs> man, but I can't. Don't don't listen to me coming and picking picking those games. And Any given uh, Sunday, college, Doug. College Any given Sunday, into my man. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see it. That's the harder of the two, really, though, because there's so many teams. There's so many players. It is, bro. but when you've been like, that's when you've rough. been following some of these players for like since their high school careers, it it, it kind of oh, becomes yeah. easier, you know and and you, mm-hmm. you start to be able to remember those players. So you kind of know what those teams have. And then you remember in the recruiting rankings, you go from that to the composite um, rankings as well. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of lets you know, you know, what teams. And then from there, you know the type of uh, team you have. But then you also got to start thinking about the coaches. What what scheme? You know, like yeah. my team, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They had they had the greatest offensive scheme. You know, last year the number one offense, mm-hmm. uh, Heisman finalist uh, candidate as a first time uh, starter at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But what they didn't have is is they have no defensive coach. You know, <laughs> you know defense uh, okay. is what is what's been hurting uh, Ohio State. So sometimes you yeah. just gotta. You got to look at that. You know, is this a good – is it – Yeah, but the competition's high, though, too, man. Like, they're playing these teams that, like, they will they, they yeah, will you, score on you, bro. And, like, that and, is and, happening. And that's happening. Yeah. And with the NIL and uh, transfer portal, what you're starting to see is, is um, you know, the playing field is starting to be leveled out. And the, the good thing about that is, is you can kind of start going off of the coaches more and the scheme more. How how's that? Oh, okay, because they can yeah. play well, with their how, pieces a little more. How's this game huh? match up against this game? You know, how okay. how does yeah. you know this personnel match up going against that scheme? Because you know, if if my defense plays man against you know a team that has you know two first round wide receivers, I already know how that's going. Yeah, I already know. I already know how that. That defense is going to get destroyed. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. about to get burned. But if they're up, going bro. up against a team with zone, then maybe I can predict that it's going to be a closer game. So just things like that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I did like uh, that last episode y'all did. I liked how it kind of like it started out. Yeah, we're just kind of like talking about like a couple of different subjects. Like y'all touched on the NFL, and then you started hopping into this player portal and stuff. And I didn't really understand it, but then by the time you got through talking about it. I was starting to understand like the way that they can actually like transfer mm-hmm. people around and stuff. And yeah, and that's the the good thing about yeah. the show, you know. Like, uh, you know, we 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 don't just talk. Even though we have a college football focus, we still talk about all all different sports, especially the hottest things, you know, that's going on. Mm-hmm. And but then you know also yeah. the great thing about the live show is is it allows people to be able to hop in. You know, you could put your comment in. You can yeah. go ahead either type your comment, and then right now what we have going on is you can click a link and actually come in and be on video with us oh, and ask hey. your questions. Yeah. So. Oh, you better believe hey, I'm about to be on, on that on Sunday, come probably. On. Yeah, you just click that <laughs> link. Right. It's going to be right there in the Twitter and the Facebook. And I think on like we'll, we'll have a link on YouTube as well. So you just click that link. Yeah, I think I, I was watching yeah, it on the you YouTube Yeah, you just click one. that link yeah. and. 
hop right on in, ask your questions, you know. Uh, and, you know, if we had disagreements, it's a great great show for debating, you know. It, it's, it's more, oh, absolutely, it's more dude, authentic yeah. than what, what you're seeing on, you know, first take. And also, you know, like I said, uh-huh. the people who are actually interviewing the teams and actually on the ground, those mm-hmm. are the people who I want to interview. You won't see me trying to get people from yeah. ESPN and things like that because they don't get the it's scripted, scripted and they don't care about the actual truth, the full story. You know they 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 don't oh, okay, they don't yeah. they what they care about is they the, just trying to the catch headlines, headlines or what the narrative and the clickbait. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because mm. yeah. I put it you know Ohio State as an example. You know, as a fan. The whole Urban Meyer and the Zach Smith thing that came out. Um, if you actually went, there's a beat writer. Shout out to Kyle Lamb. He's no longer a beat writer, but uh, he was one of the best. <laughs> if you actually, like, this guy dove so deep in, and you found out how the university used Urban Meyer and Zach Smith as a scapegoat. They wrote down. You oh, got to wow. understand yeah. that Urban Meyer has bosses as well at Ohio State. And if they mm-hmm. wanted that man, if they wanted Zach Smith gone, he could have been gone. But what they said was, we're going to let due process play out. And they let due process play out. Nothing was found. He was found. He wasn't found guilty of anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was this? I don't. I don't know yeah. the situation well, very people, well. So was this like one of the uh, the Me Too movements? Yeah, kind of yeah. Deal, you know, um, basically, basically, man. I mean, a lot of like this is the thing that ESPN will not tell you. This was, this had mm-hmm. something to do with Ohio State recruiting Texas players and Texas missing out on them. Ah. So the head coach, who was a gotcha. former Ohio State coach, who. Who um, had you know a little bit of disagreement with another coach? His wife, uh-huh. who also didn't like that coach, decided, "Hey, I know this reporter who used to work for ESPN. I'm going to slip him this story." Oh shit! He uh-huh. slips that story, and guess where he posts his story on? It was nothing official. He posted it on Facebook. Yes, the story that ended up on ESPN by Brett McMurphy was originally a Facebook post titled, and here, wow. here, here's the clickbait for you that messed it all up, and why why Urban Meyer was seen as this villain and all of this stuff. He posted as, as mm-hmm. Zach Smith gets arrested for domestic violence. Oh, man, yeah, he that's never right there, He was bro. never Everybody's arrested. So what? Go go to Big Ten Media Day. Someone asked Urban Meyer, <coughs> "Do you know about Zach Smith being arrested?" He says, "No, I don't know of any such thing." And then the media says mm-hmm. he's lying. He didn't know. Now it looks because like he's covering something up, and it's Brad like McMurphy a whole. went back and changed it to he didn't get arrested. That the wife mm-hmm. filed a restraining order or something. Like he changed, like literally, once oh, he got the clicks yeah. and the, the story started changing, he changed the headline of the story. Yep. And, and if you go it, back yeah. and look at it, it was edited over like 20 times. The story was, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's, yeah. It, if you have to yeah. edit it that many times, it's not an accurate freaking story, man. 
You're not yeah. telling the truth. And for I mean, sure. yeah. It, so my my whole thing is I like to be accurate. I like to be factual, and that that's the content mm-hmm. that I want to bring. I'm not trying to do the clickbait. I just want to make it the right way. You know. Yeah, and you're just you're just out here like doing your research and just telling the people what you what you read and what you find out from the right exactly. sources and stuff. Because I already know exactly. you know where to look too. The beat writers screw. Yeah, you're not following yeah. the ESPN leads. Screw them. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah, yeah. Because to be honest, <laughs> you don't need all they're doing is, is life, they're bro. taking taking somebody else's story and turning it into into their narrative. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Using it to get get yeah. the clicks, bro. And mm-hmm. Brett McMurphy with that bogus hey, so, story, he didn't get his job back at ESPN. He got hired somewhere else, and then they let him go because he <laughs> because he sucks, bro. He, so now he's unemployed. <laughs> he sucks. Damn, so they got rid of him in the end. They knew what they never were doing. win, man. They never win. Wow. That's crazy, right? Because that's what everybody's worried about is getting turned into bro. that, too. Because of this whole, the cancel I culture mean, and everything, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I, I like my job, man. And uh, I don't really tell people where I work and things like that. I don't, I don't do that. Mm. I would love to post, like, my resume and stuff on LinkedIn. But I won't because it's just yeah. like. Anything that I possibly could say could cancel me. I have a mm-hmm. disagreement of an yeah. opinion, and it could cancel me. I could – I With yeah, anybody that's going to put mean, in the time. And here's the thing is, is, you know, back in the day, you know, if someone said something wrong, you know, you would – what we would say is you check them and then put them up, as uh-huh. we would say, put them up on game. And, you know, then they're able to yeah. go back and correct. But – now instead of just correcting uh-huh. people, we just want to cancel them. And it's like, if that if if yeah. someone's willing to be corrected and they're willing to actually learn, then I don't think that they yeah. should be canceled. But I mean, if they're just you know, hey, I'm a down that hill, not willing to learn, then that that's a different story. Yeah, you know. <laughs> then you're out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you can't th- take it, yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be out here putting stuff out, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Hey, so I do want to bring this beer out because I I need a beer. But I was gonna fucking show you these. I'm sure you've heard of these ones, and I want to get your uh, your take on it, bro. Have you tried these hoes out? I'm trying to see the eight elite light lager from uh, Troy. Aiken. I haven't. I've been seeing people talking about them, and I've been seeing them around, but I haven't. They're, they're everywhere down here. I bro. haven't. I just, this is actually my first night drinking them. I've tried them at the bar, like at, at my bar, like I've taken little taste testers out of them and stuff, but it's, it's actually pretty good. Now that I'm actually drinking one, like just on a taste test, it's a little weird because it's like, it's like he wants it to be like a real light. He's trying to get into that Mick Ultra kind of right. spot, you know, but he's trying to have a little bit more beer flavor. So whenever I first tasted it, I was like, it tastes like he made basically a Mick Ultra and then he added some beer flavor in. Like as you drink it, it's a li- it might be a little more complex than that. I don't know, but shout out to uh, Troy Eggman, bro. Just like, just uh, send me some beer, bro. <laughs> hey, I don't even care. We'll do it. I'll yeah. I sponsor hey, me, bro. Hey, Hit me I up. Was, hey, if I was able to get a sponsor, I go back to drinking that beer. But um, I I I actually, <laughs> yeah. I kind of start trying to slow down on beer, man. I'm trying to lose this little dad dad yeah. gut that I got, man. You know. Oh yeah, yeah I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I need to, so. Yeah. I, uh. So yeah, I've just been. 
Yeah, I took uh, April off from drinking. That was an uh, interesting move. Yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, to be honest, man, I think everybody, you know, we, we, we probably need to take, you know, a month off or, you know, every now and again to cleanse mm-hmm. our body. Um, that's something that I've been looking yeah. into and actually thinking about. And um, I'm actually, you know, preparing. Uh, I'm actually thinking about going a whole month, uh, no meat at all. Yeah. Which is. Yeah, oh, really? Is okay. Be... I did that for. I think I went like a week or two weeks a couple of years ago, and it was actually, it's not as hard as you would think, you know? I mean, I, yeah. it's like, I, I like, I like the meat because I feel like it gives you like a full, like you get that full yeah. stomach feel out of it. You know what I mean? If you're eating the right stuff, it's not like that heavy meal, but like, I don't know. You can get the same results from a plant-based yeah. meal. Yeah. If you find the right shit. It's a little harder. It's something you got to put the yeah, effort I'm into. I'm just looking to, you know. I'm just looking to do it for, you know, to cleanse my body. Just a monthly cleanse. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and just give yeah. it a try, man. Yeah, and also, like, if you do it for the month, then you have stuff to add back into your regular life whenever you do come back. Yeah, if you do I it, definitely, you know? I, I, my, my hardest thing is I don't know if I'll ever be able to give up steak. Like, I love steak. I oh, love a yeah, nice medium I feel that, steak. bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's my boy. Yeah. Okay, bet. So yeah. That, that, that's something that... Definitely hard. Will be hard to give it up. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> hey, so you said you're you're trying to cut back on beer. So what's your what's your drink uh, right whiskey now? Whiskey and tequila, man. Um, yeah. Hey, so yeah, you know, I, feel that. Yeah. I, I always keep some Jack Daniels in my in my cabinet. But uh, you know, I, I like hey, to try different uh, whiskeys out, and then um, Cabo mm-hmm. Reposado as the tequila. As long as it's Reposado or Anejo. We yeah. good. Like I, I, I really can't That's do the silvers. About, yeah. I can't do the blancos. Mm-hmm. Uh, silvers for that's for yeah, party time, bro. I, You're not just sitting down sipping on man, that. Man, it, it's hard. I feel like it's hard for me to drink it, man. But you give me some reposado and they hell, I'm good. I love it. I Yo, love it. that's yeah. what I'm talking about, bro. So, did you like tequila before you moved here, or is this like something that's kind of coming up? Because, bro, when I moved here, I got put on some tequila, tequila bro. It's basically like, bro, always been a part of my life, man. Uh, I would say it was the first <laughs> yeah. alcohol that I ever drank. Tequila, Jose. Oh, really? Jose okay, Cuervo yeah, yeah. Gold. It was the only thing. So, like, um, ooh, so yeah. that's that aggressive yeah, tequila. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what my mom drank, and uh, you know, when my mom. When she would go out, her and my stepdad, they go out with the friends and everything. You know, I go and I mm-hmm. sneak and get a little shot or something like that. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Um, but mm. yeah, man, uh, tequila that that was always a, a thing for me. And then you know, yeah. uh, as a youngin, you know, uh, when I didn't know any better. I was kind of drinking everything, man. But I was probably drinking vodka. Yeah, I feel vodka that. more. I could. Mm-hmm. It, to think about it is crazy. It like actually kind of makes me gag just thinking about it. I, <laughs> yeah. I just remember like going to a party one time and like literally just taking a mm-hmm. whole like gallon of vodka and just taking a pull of it and yeah. drinking it like it was water. Didn't make a face, no nothing. And it's like man, I can't. That was back when we could do that shit, bro. Can't, we can't bro. do that no more, I, bro. I won't even touch <laughs> oh, vodka, no. like. I won't touch vodka if someone tells me like that's a shot that's mixed with vodka. I won't do it. You know, I I don't I don't even like. Yeah. My wife will tell you I don't really do shots. Like, you know, I do I yeah. do shots at the key. I can see that. Yeah. Again, but shots is 
not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, people be like, oh. No, it's it changes the game, bro. Like, I'm a dude, sipper. Like, I've noticed that, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it gets you to a weird level way too fast, man. Like, I'm I'm getting – I think I'm past the shots too, bro. Like, I, I went yesterday, actually. had a couple of beers with my buddy Paul. And uh, he we, he was giving me some stuff that his uh, his people had made for or for me through Shutterfly and shit. Like he gave me this and like a couple other things and shit. Like just some branded stuff. And like every time we'd pull out one that was real cool, we'd take it. We'd take a shot with it. We took maybe two or three. And like I, all of a sudden, bro, I was like, I'm not. I'm actually. I'm fucked up yeah. right now, bro. This ain't cool. Like I just came here to have a beer or two, man. This is a totally different situation we got yeah. going on here. Yeah, so it's like if you're just trying to have like a chill night, have a couple of beers, you take one shot, it will fuck up your night. <laughs> I'm seriously, yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we learned the hard way. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, hey, oh, I'm hell 30. yeah, bro. And back in the day, yeah, we could do I'm it though. That's and I, crazy. Peer pressure. Somebody be like, "Oh, Mike, I bought you a shot." I'm sorry. sorry bro. Take it though. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you paid for yeah, it. It's yours. Hey, Go you, ahead. You, you, you should all. Most of my friends know to ask me, "Hey, Mike, what kind of shot do you want?" Because like, I'm not gonna just take. I can't yeah. do Vegas bombs. I'll turn that down quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not chugging that Ooh, with that Red Bull. Real quick. Um, I'll tell the bartender, "Hey, throw yeah. some. Don't no Red Bull. Throw some Sprite in there." Yeah. Or do like cranberry yeah, or something. Cranberry bro. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Anything. No, yeah. don't give me no Red Bull. Oh no, heck no. I can't even drink Red Bull like regular anymore, bro. That's uh, that messes me up, bro. Every once in a while, I'll be at the bar and I'll be like making somebody like Vegas bombs or something, and I'll have like right. a half a Red Bull, and I'm like, "Well, I'm kind of tired," <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it'll totally ruin my yeah. whole day, bro. You get all like anxious and crazy, bro. Can't do it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but it always seems like a good idea at the time. You're like, "I'd ah, be all right," and then it's not all right, bro. <laughs> For sure. Uh. But yeah, so I guess now let's go ahead and start taking this back, bro. And like, this is gonna be fun for me because like I know you pretty well, but I don't really know. I don't know the whole story, bro. Like I, I know. So are you from? Is it no, Chicago? I'm from Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew I had that wrong. Yeah, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Born and raised. So born in Cleveland. Okay. How long did you end up all staying right, down so there? So I was in Cleveland like basically all my life. Um, I, I lived in. Cleveland until I'd say I moved to Arkansas August of what was that August of 2010 oh, okay so yeah you was down there yeah, for a hot minute sorry. bro so you went like uh like you were growing up over there like what's the vibe like over there like going <laughs> to school and everything other did you go to like did you go to public school out there right, and everything so like, like in kindergarten to, I say kindergarten to third grade, I was in private school. No, kindergarten to second grade, I was in private uh-huh. school. But I, I got, I got mm-hmm. expelled out of private school. But that turned into like, that something? turned into like a whole big ordeal. Like nobody seen. Like I, it was basically like where I got like illegally expelled. I've never, bro. I've really? never seen. Wow teachers and administrators conspire against a kid like they did like i'm talking about me and it's it it's like it i could never i could never take a teacher at face value about my kid like i need to know like i'm gonna have to sit in i need some proof you know like 
Yeah. Because yeah, but just because yeah. of like things <laughs> that happened to me, you know, like um so anyways, like I go I get transferred to uh, public school and yeah. Uh, you know, like growing up, I'm not gonna say I was like the best kid when I was I had anger issues, like my parents, you know, split up. Yeah. Um when I was young, mm-hmm. like say like preschool, like when you were young, kindergarten, yeah. like they that's when they split up. And so like that oh, was okay. kinda hard. Yeah. You know, like you know, my dad Was it like a big blow? I didn't up, know. Or was I didn't it understand. Like... like my thing was like, why is my dad leaving me? I never understood like it was, you know, because uh, all yeah. you see is your dad walking out the house that your dad is normally, when he comes in the house, he stays at the house. He goes to work. Not, your yeah. dad's not living here anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, as a kid, you know, like now you might think, you know, of course my dad wasn't leaving me. And, you know, my dad, I remember him telling me, you yeah. know, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not leaving you, son. I'm, you, I'm always a phone call away, you know. But as a yeah. kid, the only thing that you can process is, my dad is leaving. My dad's not. Yeah. He's not going to be here all the time yeah. like he so is. That, yeah. that was kind of hard. I mean, I went through anger management classes, all of that stuff. Um, yep, same. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I transferred to my first public school, and mm-hmm. I got. Shout him out. Uh, Where was it? Was it was O.H. Perry in Cleveland, Ohio. Oliver Hazard Perry. Uh, hey, okay. First time I got. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to say it was the first time I got jumped. But it was the first time, like, where, like, it just kept happening. Like, I kept getting jumped. Yeah, the first time really? I got jumped, uh, I would say I was in maybe, like, first grade. And it was this was, like, this was. By, like, other no, first graders? man, these was kids older than me. Kid you not. That was on my <laughs> oh, street. Shit. It was actually, this, this dude was probably, yeah. probably, like, in between, like, I say I was probably, like, First grade, I'm in first grade. This dude is yeah. probably 13 uh-huh. to 15 years old. And yeah, bro, Shit. but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was a small kid. I was skinny, but I had like this weird strength. Like, I know my mom heavy handed. Yeah. So I guess like, I know I'm naturally heavy handed and stuff like that. But I just had this weird strength. Mm-hmm. And so like these dudes would pick mm-hmm. on me. And so like my uncle's. At the time, like, you know, I was I was the only child. So I had to fend for yeah. myself. I done learned everything. I got mm-hmm. rocks and tube socks. I got them hid around my house and everything. Like, I got rocks in the crates, yeah. everything. And dudes, these dudes, like, jumped me one time, took my bike. I go down there with my tube sock. Bam, I start hitting dudes. Next thing you know, I get jumped again. Yeah. This this thirteen God. this thirteen <laughs> fifteen year old comes or whatever mm-hmm. and like I basically like I hit him with this with with it and I'm like swinging like where he can't you know come up on me he goes to his house you looking like David bro, and Goliath out right here bro like, he said he gonna go to his house and get his dog on me he goes to get his pit bull on me my mom sees me bro I'm like on the fuck? I'm on the porch like I'm like hiding but not hiding you know what i'm saying my mom she pulls yeah. up to the house like boy what's going on what's wrong and uh i'm like man they about to jump me again i was like i just fought him off dude said he about to go and uh get his uh dog on me bro all we see my mom uh-huh. she goes upstairs i'm still on the porch i see like it's like a mass of people like coming down 
My mom, she's my mom's oh, coming shit. down the stairs. All I hear is some like Moms mom, don't like, play that. All shit. I hear is some like <laughs> stuff just falling down the steps. I'm like, what the heck is falling down the mm-hmm. steps? And next thing I know, my mom is loading up her pistol. Yeah, oh, loading shit. up her pistol. And like this dude is yeah. big. Like he's big. I mean, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. 15 year old, he's basically Man, grown. So, you know what I mean? Dude, they walk up on the front yard and everything. Like, basically, like, at the steps. My mom is at the top of the steps. And, uh, you know, she basically tell him, like, y'all ain't going to jump my son or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And you're not going to sick your dog. And she's like, you can go ahead and get. Basically, she had, like, her scrubs on. And so she had the gun, like, in her yeah. scrubs. So she didn't want, like, everybody in the crowd to see. But, like, he was the one that was, you know, yeah. like, the ringleader standing at the front steps. The Bro, instigator, yeah. So he, yeah. She pulled it up a little bit so he could see the handle. And then that's when he backed off. Um, the next weekend, yeah. my cousins came, looked all around for dude. Mm-hmm. He was nowhere to be found. <laughs> yeah, my older cousins yeah. came. Yeah, nowhere to be found. But, uh. Oh, and they weren't no, playing they weren't, that shit, They bro. weren't. They weren't. I'm talking about we, bro. Idea. We was riding the bike all around the neighborhood looking for dudes. It was, bro. <laughs> Mobbing yeah. out there, so, bro. <laughs> it was just, never, never went down, but my mom was like, no, nah, it's time for us to move. So we ended up moving. We moved into like a, like a yeah. better neighborhood and everything. So mm-hmm. fast forward, I get, you know, kicked out of private school I'm transferred into this uh, public school, and I get jumped. And I tell my mom about it, and she's like, "All right, if wait in the no, private this school, was like public school, I get jumped. I ain't yeah. Oh, in the new so okay. I yeah. get jumped. I tell my mom about it, and she was like, "So what you do?" And I was like, "Man, I just curled up in a ball, you know." And she was like, "Heck no!" She was like, "You grab one of them, and uh, the harder they they kicking you and all that." Yeah, that's as hard. You, that's as hard as you hit that other one that you get. So, yeah, that was kind of hard to do. You know, it's easier said to, said than done. Yeah, for sure, man. So, yeah, you know, Shit, you probably like bro, eight years old. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about. <laughs> and then like it was like a rap. Like these guys found out I played for Sims Raiders football team, and then you know Muni League, and then they play for Pile Six mm-hmm. and like, oh, Sims Raiders soft. So I get jumped by all the Pile Six players. And stuff like that. And, Golly, you know, like, I tell bro. my mom about it. And then my mom was like, shoot, what you do is you catch them one, one-on-one. And so that's what I started doing. Yeah. Yeah, I started catching them one-on-one. Yeah. Man, then I catch them one-on-one, I get jumped again. I catch another one. And I was like, well, I got jumped so many times oh, in my life. But I swear I knew how to handle myself in it, though. Um, yeah. That's what I'm so, talking about. I mean, okay, yeah. You know, I, I say growing up in Cleveland, man, uh, you know, it definitely it shaped who I am today, you know. Um, yeah. Um, it. I can say you know I did learn you know a lot of bad habits you know, um, but mm-hmm. I, I grew from it. And like how we were just talking earlier in the show, yeah. you know, are you gonna down that hill or are you gonna you know grow? Yeah, you gonna learn and, from it and pivot know, out. Um, yeah. You know, my mom, my mom and my 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 dad, they were strict. They were strict, but, you know, it's only so strict you can be, and there's only so much that you can do and so much that you can watch. And the thing about it is... That you can stop them from, because you'll figure out how yeah, to do it either way. I mean, you know? by the time I'm in middle school, like like I said, elementary school in Cleveland, there there's 
you have to live a certain amount of miles away to get on the yellow school bus. And it's not by, like, you know, driving. Yeah. It's by, like, they put the school, they had a school, and they take a straight line from the school to your house, and that's how they indicate the miles. And look that's at how that. they indicate the miles. Oh, shit. It's not yeah. about, you know, the yeah. all the turns that might. How you yeah, got to drive and everything. And then, yeah. You taking, yeah, like, back they alleys they and they shit. They don't care about <laughs> that. So, I mean, that was, I had to walk. Walk home and stuff like that, doing that. But by the time I get mm-hmm. to middle school, there is no like public transportation in my middle school. I got I got into because I had pretty good grades. Garrett Morgan Cleveland School of Science, mm-hmm. and I mean this kind of opened my eyes yeah, up nice. to like uh, to different things and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's what's up. Okay, but yeah. at Garrett Morgan School of Science was on the west side of Cleveland, and I lived on the east side of Cleveland. And the way to get to school, uh, yeah. ain't no yellow school buses for nobody that's in uh-huh. that's in middle school or high school. If you go to Cleveland Public School, ain't no yellow school buses for you. Yeah, that's that. What? That was. And cut your out mom, the budget. you said your mom was. Uh, she's a nurse. No, she or uh, she um, was a, a instrument. What you call? It. She cleaned and sterilized all of the instruments that the doctors and stuff would uh, use. So yeah. Oh, okay, bet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, so she's working long hours yeah, probably. Mom, like she ain't, she's not able to, you know, come pick mom, you up. Sometimes drop you off my mom works second shift. Sometimes my mom worked third shift, and she got the supervisor position. Mm-hmm. I want to say she was working like second shifts. Like basically, like I'm already. I had to leave early for school, but my mom was basically getting home at like seven o'clock. But because my school is all the way on the west side of Cleveland, I had to hurry up and I'm out the house by like six. You know, yeah. Oh, geez, so, yeah. I know. I didn't even. Yeah. You know, I didn't really get to see my mom. Sometimes, sometimes if I got got home early, if I didn't have like baseball practice or something like that, I might get to see her leaving out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. other than that. But she trusted you, and you trusted her, yeah, kind of deal. I you mean, know? like y'all was both taking care of your of, business, kind of. Uh, you know, I did yeah. have my my stepfather was there um, when I was mm-hmm. in middle school. And he, he kind of worked a right. little nine to five. So, I mean, he was there for that time. But okay, there were so yeah. much things that you can get into from catching a bus from the east side, going to the west side, <laughs> to the <laughs> west side, to this side. And, uh, you know. I mean, that's probably like a what? Like a 30, 45-minute walk through nah, some shit? bro. This know? ain't no walk, bro. This is catching the bus. So, like. From my house. Oh, the public like, bus? Like the trans like public transportation buses. Like Oh, so you you see yeah, some bro, shit. This bro. is where I'm I catch one bus to go downtown and then catch that bus mm-hmm. to get to my school and or to get to the street and then I walk. You know, so there's definitely a lot of walking oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Um but mm-hmm. The great thing about Gary Morgan Cleveland School of Science, man, that, like I said, opened my eyes. In sixth grade year, you got to do this thing called Invent America. Basically, it's like you take mm-hmm. you take uh, an invention or you take uh, you take an invention, you make it better, or you invent something yourself. And so mine okay. was, was like the yeah. handicapped shower. I got an A-plus on it. Um, and basically, it was just like creating a. a shower where nobody had to move and stuff like that. 
so like they, okay. you know, because the thing is, is like they have like where people sit down and someone still has to scrub them and things like that. But I had it built yeah, to right. where they didn't even have to do any of that. So okay, have you patented? No, I didn't. I didn't like patent. <laughs> what they? To be honest, I should have, but they had me thinking like my invention was already invented, and I'm like, no, y'all, it's not invent. Like this is. Yeah, I'm like I've never seen, like, I've never seen it. Yeah, like, what so, are we talking about? I, honestly, I should have. But <laughs> Interesting. I think somebody probably mm-hmm. stole it. That's probably why they. I was told about to say, me, have yeah. you seen it since? Like, did yeah, somebody grab it or what's it. up? But um, my my second year. <laughs> That's what they're doing. They're like farming these kids for their ideas. <laughs> yeah. So like. my second year at Garrett Morgan, they tell me, um, I go, I do this science fair, and I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I had this. Uh, Lady, um, Miss Christine Story. Oh my gosh, the sweetest lady and the strongest lady, man. Um, she was fighting breast cancer. She was uh, the school's uh, like got like community liaison, and uh, she okay. she like a guidance counselor. Something like like, like well, we had a guidance counselor. She kind of was like that, but like uh, she was like the community liaison. Mm-hmm. Like we had like a community garden. She was in charge of, but like. I say she had better relations with, like, us kids, especially the ones from the east side, because she lived on the east side. And let's just say, like, it's a different, like, it was just a different, like, thing if you lived on the east side versus the west side of Cleveland. And so, like, the east side where I was, mostly predominantly black, uh, you know, Mm. neighborhoods, a little bit more rougher, whereas on the west side you had more whites, you had... Hispanics and you had some Asians um, on that side. So, yeah. I mean, Miss Story, she helped me with my project. Uh, we decided to do enzyme reaction on eggs, and this actually out of like all the yeah Damn. all the public schools. Okay. Uh, me and this other young lady uh, out of my school, we were selected out of thousands of other kids from the science fairs in Cleveland public schools to represent uh, the city of Cleveland. Um, so yeah, this this guy sponsored us to do that. And, um, so that was, that was pretty neat. Yeah. It was the Intel ISF science fair. So, I mean, I got to meet Mm -hmm. people from like all over. I'm talking about like, this is the international science fair. You're talking about people coming from all over. You're talking about from France, from Japan, from, from Hong Kong, like uh, everywhere, okay, yeah. like I mean, mm-hmm. it was just, it was crazy. Where did they base it? Where did you? Where did you in, go for it was, that? Honestly, it was in Cleveland. It was, uh, it was in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, shit. but okay, they gave nice. us a hotel and everything. Like, we got the whole full experience. Oh, yeah. I got to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had stuff where like it was like robot wars. I mean, you just. It was just oh, nice. all different types of stuff. I'm, I'm talking about like, man, these guys yeah. right now are probably like millionaires and probably working for that for elon yeah, yeah they probably went yeah, on to they're build probably, some or probably you know sitting on the board with elon musk somewhere you know to be honest um yeah there you go yeah but uh at that time you know like instead you know i wish i was i was pushed more into like that science and technology focus um yeah, because it sounds like they were giving you a good basis for that and like it sounds like i feel like that's part of where you're like like your mindset kind of comes from of looking at things in like a scientific kind of a way, like from a more of an objective kind of a standpoint and like trying to figure things out that way. And like, 
running tests on things, like getting all the information and everything, because that's what you that's, that's what you had to you, do. You were, to be yeah. honest, man, um, science was my favorite subject, and I don't know, I mm-hmm. I can't even say it was my favorite subject. It was just one of them subjects I always got an A in, and I'm like, damn, how I get an A? It, it just, clicked yeah, for you, yeah. Clicked, it was the one, but, yeah. But you know, and I think it's something that we also miss in the world. One thing from that was drilled into me. You know, even in, I would say, elementary school was, was, you know, you get your hypothesis, you know, you do the research in between, and the research mm-hmm. is what's going to, you get your research, you get your analysis, and then that tells you what your conclusion is. And I just feel like in this day and age, mm-hmm. in this world, a lot of people, they have their hypothesis, no research, and their hypothesis is now their yes. conclusion. And I'm just like... And then they're doing their Google research to support the hypothesis with no changes to it. They can find something that'll tell them that right. the hypothesis that, is right. I'll tell you... It's I'll crazy. I'll tell you one thing that did mess me up in school, and um, it still mm-hmm. messes me up to this day. The one subject that I thought that I was pretty good at, because I was pretty fortunate that right around the corner from the house that we had moved into or whatever in a better neighborhood, there was a library right around there. So, I mean, okay. Like after, you know, I did my track stuff at school or sports stuff or whatever. Right. After I would do that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like getting off the bus. If I didn't go, you know, if I, if I didn't BS around or anything, I probably went to the library. Sometimes I use the library as a cover, you know, to, you know, to go do other stuff. Everyone's fine. Yeah. You probably went yeah, enough that yeah, they believe yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, you know, especially <laughs> if, it, if I had like projects, like I went to a science school, so I had like projects that I had mm-hmm. to do, and you know, they were big on citing sources and things like that in books. But history, I would get like a B plus in history all the time, and the yeah. the thing was was like like you said, I, I was always on this research kick, and I had to do cite three sources or more. So right. my book is telling me one thing, but I got all of these other books that say another thing. Yeah. And I go to take my test and I put something else and then my teacher's telling me I got it wrong. I remember this like I remember wrong. this like yeah. it was yesterday. My mom, uh-huh. we go and we take these library books into the and we go and we talk into the teacher. And the teacher says, Well, my yeah. test is based off of the school book. This book, not right the here. library yeah. book, but the library book. Oh wow, is the real ish? Who's yeah, making these uh, school no. books, bro? It's a whole narrative they're spin- they're spinning out here, dude. I'm worried about that for, and that's why we're thinking about uh, doing the homeschool on Oceana, bro. Because I don't yeah. trust that shit, bro. Like I already know that we were talked into some bullshit. Like just <laughs> thinking about like all the stuff that's come out, like. Like they talking about all this Columbus Day and all that shit. Like they've they've already backtracked right. on that, bro. Like what else are we doing out here, yeah, bro? Yeah. So, I mean, I I would say you know I was fortunate, <laughs> and then um, my my mom, I, I was you know big into football, but my mom she tried to do everything to get me out of football, and she just wanted man, you to go to school. She, <laughs> my and my dad, he was. They were big on, like, the education thing, but my thing is I knew education, it wasn't going to pay for my way to college. It wasn't going to 
pay for what I needed to do. It wasn't going to help me focus. Yeah. It wasn't like, like I said, I had anger issues. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I never felt better than the season. My grades were on point during the football season. The only time my grades yeah. would slip was after the football season. Off, off season. season. And yeah, when you didn't have that I outlet, go, you went out there go, doing it. I had bad anxiety. Like in high school, I would get rushed from high from my school to the hospital from passing out from having very bad anxiety. Yeah, ve- I used to have very oh, wow. bad anxiety okay, yeah. attacks, bro. Very bad. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. It was. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about. Is that like a? You think it's like a medical thing or what is it? I mean, you know, um, you know, the doctor, like I, I, I was never big into medicine, like taking medicine for stuff, but I know like the doctors told my uh-huh. mom, like, Hey, he's having a, you know, high anxiety issues. And so the whole mm-hmm. goal was like, uh, I started talking into like a counselor and, you know, just finding different ways to deal with stress. But, like, honestly, like, could never figure out, like, how I was dealing with it. And then, to be honest, I never realized that football yeah. was what was stabilizing me until, you know, years later yeah. and looking back on it. You know, um, I never mm-hmm. realized that it was football that was actually what was stabilizing me. Um, I feel that, dude. And it gives you, like, some kind of, like, a structure, too, man. Like, if you're just going to school, like, I mean, I know, like, you got like the whole period you have like the eight hour day all that kind of stuff but there's nothing like you know like being in there with these other guys that are on the same mission everything like that because like when you're in the classroom everybody's yep. separate i mean that maybe that's like you know man, a, a certain experience you know, maybe there's some schools, schools that everything don't do it that was way. separate yeah that's man. how it yeah and it's like it's almost like competition. Like you don't want, like they don't want your help. You don't want to be right. held by that. Like I, it's everybody, every I man had for themselves. Tell me, deal. I would never amount to anything. I had teachers tell me that I would be nothing but a McDonald's worker. I had teachers tell me that I was not going to make it to C twenty one. Look at me at thirty two, dude. At thirty two, bro. That's what I'm talking like, about. I, I tell out you, here, like I got so choked up on like my twenty, like my twenty fifth birthday. Like, I got choked, so choked up because, like, uh, when I moved down here or whatever, I moved down mm-hmm. here, like, on a Wednesday. That weekend, my yeah. mom called me and told me my cousin and all my friends was locked up. Everybody who I was hanging out with. And mind you, like, if I yeah. hadn't, have, like, left and went to Arkansas then, I probably would have been. You might have yeah. been in so, that, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, you know, I just knew, like, some I knew I was wanting to make a positive change in my life, and like the whole me coming to Arkansas was my sister's mom and talking to her, and she was yeah. just like, "Look, I see that you want to make this positive change in your life, but if you mm-hmm. if you stay in the same environment, you're gonna fall back yeah. into the same habits, and I think you need to change your environment." She was yeah. like, "I think Arkansas." You got to change your people, places, and things. That's what they say. Arkansas is perfect for you because it's slow paced and it'll let you focus on you, you know, and get on track. Kind of unwind you. And I didn't realize how that move saved my life until like my dad told me that he was praying because he was having visions and thoughts that he was going to be either visiting me in jail or burying me. And I didn't. it didn't Damn. click until then how serious, like, 
Dang, bro. The yeah. situation that you were in over there, bro. Yeah. Because, like, like I said. All right. Well, hold up. I'm gonna. I'm about to. I'm about to mark this clip because I gotta pee Go like crazy yeah, yeah. bad. And then, yeah, I'm gonna hop off real quick. You I'll good? be right back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we back. Right. <laughs> we back. Nice. Yeah, I'm actually going to check this live stream real quick. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, we up there. 52 minutes on the live stream. What's up? <laughs> nice. Okay, bet. All right, so I'm going to hit another mark here, and we'll hop bet. right back in. All right. Bro, these fucking beers are like, I feel like I'm on like a good, like, clean, like, Nice, nice drunk, but I feel like I've drank a lot yeah, of liquid. Yeah, that yeah. beer definitely flushes <laughs> you out. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot yeah. of liquid involved. Hold up, is my roommate coming in? Low, low. What's up, dude? We're doing a podcast over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you ever meet Logan? He worked at Fridays for about, shit, like a month or two, bro. He worked in the kitchen for a Logan, second. Logan. Logan Bryant, old... Oh, uh, blonde, like bright blue eyed looking ass. See, used to hang out with a uh, Kaverin. I might have to see him by face. Yeah. I might know. All right, bet he might hop up, hop on over yeah. here here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna throw this mark on here real quick. All right, so I had to go take a pee real quick, but we hopping back in. So I'm thinking, what I'm thinking here is like I met the Mike Wilson that uh that he's he's came to Arkansas and he's kind of. Unwind so that you're starting to kind of find yourself at yeah. this point. So like, back back whenever you're in Cleveland, like what uh like so you're going through high school and everything, and you're like, would you say your main focus is football? Yeah, like that's man. what you like you really yeah, identify I love with. Football man. Yeah. Um, my dad, my dad just wasn't big on it, man. And um, I'm talking about like where my coaches, my coaches were basically trying to get me to get what you call that that like exemption away from like your parents type deal because oh, right. okay. uh, apparently yeah. like there was college coaches that wanted to talk to me and stuff but my dad wasn't like he wasn't hearing it like he didn't oh, okay like it was just like you're not going to school on a sports scholarship you know where yeah and your dad kind of has final say it, on that yeah like, and it, it was just like stuff, where my right. football coach like i was about my football coach and my track coach was like you can play d1 like you can you, you can go. do yeah. this like you like there's coaches like we want you to talk to and I'm just like telling them like 
You got to convince my dad, bro. Like, I'm down. I'm yeah, down. like, you, yeah. I'm in, you bro. You sold me. Dad, yeah. You know? um, Ooh, that's a tough so, sell right there. So, dog. you know, I mean, so I, I end up after after high school, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I end up going to community college. And I'll, I'll, right. I'll. You didn't, you didn't go for any of the scholarships or you weren't able to get one like locked okay, in? Okay. So, like, I was going to go to Miami University of Ohio. Uh, thinking I got a partial scholarship Ooh, yeah, okay. there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go play football on a partial scholarship. And I get locked up my senior mm-hmm. year. Damn. Yeah, I got locked up my senior year. I definitely feel so, that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, um, I mean, but to be yeah, honest. I, I, I fucked up mine Yeah, I mean, that. but to be honest, you know, it was, uh, you know, some people would be like, dang, I just, I hate I got caught and da-da-da-da-da or whatever. But I mean, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Ain't no telling. Like, if I didn't get caught, I could have probably still been out there. Where yeah, you would have ended that I was up. invincible, and it could have been worse. You know, like, mm-hmm. like it's like my dad said, like it could have been worse. You know, and uh, you yeah. know the the judge. I, I will say, you know, like I did have a lot of people write letters for me and stuff like that. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. people. You know, people aren't really bad people. Do we make mistakes? You know, and that was the thing. Like, I it's all situational. Yeah, I don't think I was you know? a bad kid. I just made a bad decision. You know, I I I, I just yeah. I did I did something stupid. Honestly, you know, it was just mm-hmm. it was dumb of me. I you did know, the same but shit. should my mm-hmm. should my life be gone for you know due to that? No, and, and you know I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, just go ahead and yeah, throw and you I away. Do, you know. Yeah, I do you appreciate up. you know, like the judge and uh, you know, taking those letters into consideration and everything. It got dropped down to just disorderly conduct. But um, okay. You yeah. know. So I mean, hey. So that kind of shapes like where you yeah. you know because without like without that you know you're on you're on a fast yeah. track you know but you hit that little hiccup and then you kind of got to sit back and like reevaluate shit and if you did that the right way i definitely didn't whenever i got caught up in fucking in high school like my senior year i got kicked off the soccer team and shit and like i was going for the mm-hmm. soccer scholarship and i just started being a dick to everybody and fucking drinking too much and stuff and like i didn't take shit seriously i got to, to college with like barely any scholarships and shit bro like i did not do anything yeah. right yeah, so, yeah. I, I tell you this though, if I had a, I mean, I went to community college, but if I had a, like known what I know now about college football, I would have went the JUCO route, and then you know that way my dad like, oh, you know, because at that point if I had went the JUCO route, then I could have still been seeing the JUCO uh, what is junior that? college, you know, where you go to these junior colleges oh, right, and right, play right. Yeah, uh, yeah. football. If I had went that route, mm-hmm. my dad wouldn't had no final say on my career you know i would i could yeah you know juke yeah ain't no scholarship you don't get no scholarship to go play there you know mm-hmm. yeah it's on, you it's on your dime and yeah. you go in there to get an education for the most part um so if i had known yeah. what i know now i would have went to juco route and then that would have been all in my hands but hey everything everything okay. happens yeah. i mean it was meant for me to uh come to arkansas but like after high school, I did try college. Yeah. I went to the community college, but uh, I, I just mm-hmm. felt like the community college was beneath me. Um, I yeah. was in the class, and the professor said she did not know what a thesis statement was. Nice. And I said, 
Yeah, what? she was teaching us how to. She was like, yeah, she was supposed, supposed to be teaching us how to write a paper. And mind you, like in high school, man, I was on a five point scale. Like, I graduated with a yeah, I graduated oh, yeah, with okay. a four point two. And honestly, like my yeah. G, honestly, I had the opportunity to graduate better than that. But like I said, my grades would slip, falling through that depression and stuff. Yeah. Like, so third quarter, mm-hmm. be bad. <laughs> But like yeah, fourth quarter, right, yeah. I bring yeah, it's it hard back to deal up. with that yeah. shit, bro. It really is. Fourth quarter, I bring it back up. Yeah. But I'm telling you, first and second quarter, my my grade, I'm about A's, maybe one B. But yeah, like like I said, I was I was on like honor scale, so like everything I'm I'm learning supposed to be like how college is, and then I'm like, yeah, this you get to college and they're just, and I'm just as dumb. Like, bro, I can't do this. I, I literally get up and I walk out of the class and I don't go back. Uh, I start working at Costco's, yeah. uh, making eleven dollars an hour. Uh, I mean, to be honest, yeah. Costco's bro, figuring shit yeah, out Costco's on your own. Is a great company to work for. I mean, at the time, minimum wage nice. was probably like maybe seven dollars. I want to say it was probably yeah. six some change. I'm, I'm saying seven just so I'm not yeah. like, over, you know, like I said, I like to be accurate. I don't like to over-exaggerate. So like, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. Um, so I'm like working at Costco's making $11 an hour, like fresh out of, fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is gravy. Uh, probably like, that's great. Yeah. Man, you putting money back yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh, first month I go, I take that, Take my like first two paychecks. I go and buy a car, straight cash. Uh, yeah, hey. you go buy, buy me a used car, straight cash, and uh, you know I'm like mm-hmm. I'm li- I'm I'm good. I'm good. Li- you think you got yeah. it figured out? But then yeah. uh, you know life hits me. I get I, I start hanging out with some friends. I start hanging out with my cousin, and really mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say like none of the people in our group we were were bad people it was just the the reason why i started going to hang out with my cousin was was like i'd be at work and he'll call me saying that these guys was like trying to jump him and i'm just like ain't nobody messing uh-huh. with my family but i also know yeah, my cousin, I ain't about to let you also go know that. my cousin yeah. ain't the type of person that just pick fights and stuff right so yeah okay i, yeah. I see these dudes who and they just like they don't want to be don't want to be thugs and like mind you like I have some, like, <laughs> yeah. my family is like, I have some gang members in my family. I have some cousins, you know, mm-hmm. who are actually right now doing time in the feds or whatever, like, you know, so, oh, like, shit, yeah. you know, things weren't always peaches and cream. So, like, you know, I, I start hanging out over there and, you know, getting into some scuffles with those guys who really weren't about nothing. And, right. obviously, police get called. And it was just where, like, I started... Mm-hmm. Where the police was starting to know my name on a first name basis, you started getting a little yeah, bit of a rep. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. a good rep. And it's like now you, I'm known as you know this street guy, and I'm really not that guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm like really not this street guy, yeah. but it's just like I'm being known as this. No, you're an yeah. intellectual, then, bro. Yeah, you just happen to have the body to be able then, to do uh, it. <laughs> it started like then vice vice cops, like we had undercover cops in. In Cleveland, and they start harassing us. And I'm talking, yeah. about, I just got like blatant harassing. Ah. So like, I I started trying to stay away from over there a little bit more. My mom asked me to, um, and then mm-hmm. you know I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to start getting on the straight and narrow. And then that's when I end up 
moving out, you know, talking to my sister's mom, and we talk about me moving to Arkansas. Uh-huh. So when I move, when I yeah. move to Arkansas, in my mind, like I say, living in, on the east side of Cleveland. Yes, I went to school on the west side. Had you know my Hispanic yeah. friends, white friends, and stuff like that. But still, when I went back, everybody over there on the east side black. You know what I'm saying? So going yeah. to Arkansas, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you so go when home, I go to Arkansas, yeah. I'm like, my biggest thing is diversity. I'm like, I'm about to go down here, diversity. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, meet all, all different type of cultures and everything, you know. And uh, yeah. that's what I I went for. I end up joining and becoming Kappa, you know, uh, joining Kappa Sig because they was the most, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, a diverse fraternity on campus at the time. Uh, so you moved over there for for college. Yeah, like that's so, where you went there and started so going my, back to college. My sister, my sister's mom talked me into moving into Arkansas. I was like, okay, if I go to Arkansas, I gotta do something, mm-hmm. right? I filled out like five college applications, right. got accepted into all of them except Arkansas Tech. I mean, mm-hmm. even got accepted into U of yeah. A. Uh, the reason why I chose, hey, I chose yeah. UCA was because UCA called uh-huh. me and was like, hey, you know, uh, we'll help you out with this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, man, if this school going to help me mm-hmm. out, you know, throughout the process, then, you know, yeah. this, this school might, you know, help me out in the long run. So that's how I ended up choosing UCA. Bro, UCA had the, UCA had like the, the customer service yeah, kind of part of it. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like they were in contact. They were walking you through stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Like they were there for you, like every step. Like I, like I said, I went like just like last second picked UCA, went for it. That was the place I kind of wanted to go already. I got like a little half-ass scholarship to uh, to Lion College up in uh, Batesville, yeah, I and about, I was basically like planning I know on going all about there. Lion. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, bro. I was about to be playing. I had like a like a twelve thousand dollars scholarship to play soccer up there, but the school's like thirty grand. So I was like, well, that's just not yeah. gonna <laughs> that's not gonna work. And so last minute, I picked the UCA. My sister helped me throw a couple little scholarships together, and then they walked me through everything. Like, they got me into college. Like, they made sure that I got there and shit. So, like, I shout that out, like, any chance I get, bro. UCA, they, they had yeah. me on that. Yeah, so yeah. I go to, you know, I'm at UCA. Um, I end up, like I said, I rush Capacig, and I'm big on this diversity thing. And, um, Mm-hmm. You know, boom, you know, life life hits you again with some unexpected things and um you know, yeah. so like now I'm not I'm not in school. Um I'm working right now actually I'm working at uh McDonald's. I'm working I'm oh, working yeah. at uh UCA uh in the student center. Oh shit. And yeah. I'm working at TGI Friday. Yeah. Damn, yeah, you working I'm all single. three of those? I ain't doing nothing. I'm working all three. Uh you just all yeah, all time so, working. Are you on that are you on that McDonald's on Dave Ward? Or I, I was on at? the at the one on Oak Street. Yeah. Oh, was, okay, yeah. By that uh Kroger yeah, right there. The street from Kroger. Yep. Yeah, over there by Hobby <laughs> Lobby. Okay, so I was yeah. working there, man. And uh Yeah. I end up I end up quitting McDonald's because they had this lady. I'll say her name. Her name was Janice. She was a mean lady. She talked to people like they weren't human beings. And um, one day, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't. We got this new lady who did a schedule. Like my schedule normally, I come in like at, on the back end of uh, the breakfast rush, 
and I finish our breakfast, mm-hmm. and then I go in to set up for the lunch rush, and then I work through the lunch rush. Yeah. I would get off of lunch, go home, unwind, go to JJ's, uh, get or no, Fridays, go to JJ's, get them dang on, get the wings, oh, yeah. get hey. happy minute beers, and yes. then I would go to uh, yes. then I would go to Fridays, <laughs> and then I would work as a host. Bro, JJ's with the with the yeah. happy minutes, bro, is just wings. game changer, yeah. dog. Yes, so, bro. Ten wings, five dollars. Yeah, That's so I would go with, get my strips, get a, get a couple beers, and then go work at Friday. <laughs> so, I mean, yes. that was like my normal routine. And then I stopped working at McDonald's. Like this lady, like I said, the lady Janice, man. You know, I told you my regular schedule. Well, this lady comes in and changes. So. You expect, like, lunch rushes, like, 11 o'clock all the way to, like, 2. And we're right off yeah. the interstate and stuff. This is the summertime. You got baseball tournaments, all the sports tournaments coming into Conway, all of that. We are busy, mm-hmm. always. The new lady schedules yeah. me to get off at uh, 1 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. in the middle of rush. Like you just gonna well, leave? Well, that no. Ain't I mean, work. so so literally, we set everything up. I I I done mopped the floor, everything, done stock, made sure my mm. teammates are good to go, and they tell me, "Hey, you good?" Now, yeah. I had a uh, I had to go to court for a ticket, and I so since I had to appear for court, I asked somebody to cover one of my shifts. Now, before I go to clock out, mm. I. The guy was like, hey, can you uh, let me know what time that is? Um, you know, I got to cover your shift. So I go and I go to look at the shift. Before I can even get to my name to look at the shift, I hear, Michael, Michael, this lady calling me. Where are you? Your team been looking for you. You done left them stranded. You back there playing. She like, I'm not going to say all the different names that she was calling me. Or whatever, but she right, was just like yeah. cursing me up and down, talking to me like I ain't a human being. I'm imagine like an old she fat kind of no, white she lady. Was, she was like, a black lady, but she was big and she was fat. Mm-hmm. And she, bro, I'm just yeah. like she had some attitude bro, about it. I, yeah. Honestly, I didn't even argue with her. I go back, I go to wash my hands, I put my gloves on and stuff. But she don't stop. She keep on. I say screw this. I take the gloves off. I go to clock out. She's like, are you just going to leave? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to leave. I got another mm-hmm. job, and y'all know I have another job. I'm leaving. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm leaving. I have to go. What I'm are you like, talking about? I make yeah. more money over there for sure. And, and at the time, yep. at the time, because <laughs> like I started off at Fridays as a host. So at the time, I had mm. just, this happening, I had just got done training as a server. Just got done. Ooh, so, yeah, okay, so, like, yeah. I'm going – into my serving shit. So, like, I didn't even, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I know how much money I'm making. You better yeah, go make some real money. I how much money I'm making. Now. So, like, the McDonald's job mm-hmm. ain't even, it, honestly, it was chump change at that point. The McDonald's job. you just doing that yeah, for a I'm paycheck. Just doing, I'm yeah. single. I'm not doing, I'm working, you know, like, staying out of trouble, you know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Idle hands, man, bro. She keeps <laughs> on. I tell her I quit. I go in and give, like, a letter to the, uh, to um, the general manager at the McDonald's, she's like, "Hey, I don't, I don't want you yeah. to quit. Stay." I said, "If she's staying, if she's staying, I'm not staying." 
And she was like, well, as you can, I heard about what happened. We have somebody talking to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, the way, I'm like, the way no she way. talking, she needs to be gone. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I'm not coming back. And uh, finding yeah. out probably like a month or two after that, uh, she was fired because she threw a customer into the McDonald's window all because she gave them a water cup and they ended up uh, getting like some Sprite. What? And so she you assault flipped out there in a window? Sprite. Come on, man. I told. I swear, if, over if like you, a dollar. If, if you had to listen to what I was telling y'all, that she talking to people like she crazy, uh-huh. you'd have known that that was gonna happen. You might not have uh, what I'm guessing would turn into a lawsuit on your exactly, hands, bro. Man. Yeah. I'm like, people have, if I had been yeah. working there when that happened, I'd told them, here's my number. <laughs> I, I'll be uh-huh. your witness if you want to sue. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll, t- tell, them I'll tell them everything. Right? I'll tell them <laughs> yeah. they knew she was going to do this. She been acting like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I started working at Fridays and basically started working full time. I was just uh, pulling doubles. All the time until, uh, hell yeah, that's how I started out too, bro. Yeah, so was it weird kind of getting into that, like, you know, like the face to face, like all day interaction deal? You know what I mean? Like, it was, it, I feel like you would take to it. Yeah, it wasn't weird, man. So, like, going into Fridays, I applied to be a server, but like I said, they started me off as a host because I had no service experience. Yeah, and I. They like for you to work at this up and time. Shit, this was know? when like yeah. Fridays was like completely strict, bro. When they hired me, they told me it was gonna take me six months to a year before I become like a servant, oh, or they even think about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that Daddy Dale telling uh, you that? Yeah, this was Dale and uh, Wade yeah. and all of them. Yeah, Wade, Frost, yep. all of them. And, um, <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Frost. So yo. at this, I'm like, I get my foot in the door, show what I could do. And it was like what a month and a half mm-hmm. in, I, I started serving, mm-hmm. and then there uh, you go. from there yeah. I moved up to uh, I moved up in the bar bartending. From there I moved up in mm-hmm. uh, like a trainer, and then bartending. Yeah, and then bar bartender trainer. So yeah, nice. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Yep, yep. Did you ever? Did you didn't ever dip into the management over no, there? No, not at Fridays, man. It it it, it, it yeah. couldn't work, man. Um, it, yeah. It, I, I don't get me wrong, man. I love Dell, but I couldn't work for Wade. Bro, that's what I got me too, bro. For, I couldn't <laughs> that's work what got for Wade, me. And to be honest, man, it was just like my last straw. Like, don't get me wrong, like I'm not gonna say his name because I love I love the guy and I still got so much respect and I really just chalk it up to him having a bad night. Now, but yeah. I, honestly, he after the fact he said that he was having a bad night, but he took it out. He ended up taking mm-hmm. it out on me, and it was basically like things mm-hmm. in Fridays weren't wasn't going how it should be, and they come to me like, hey, yeah. Mike, I need you to step up. I need you, you know. To be my eyes and ears, I need you to let me know. And I'm like, bro, where I come from, I'm like, what you're asking me to be is a snitch, and I'm not that guy. Like, <laughs> you talking about the other bartender? Yeah, like, huh? yeah, he was wanting me to yeah. tell, tell on another bartender and stuff like that. And it's like, what you're asking me to do is, yeah. is you know, like, I'm not that type of person. Legit, legit be yeah. a snitch, bro. But, yeah. And they would do that shit too, bro. They do yeah. it all the time in the but services. Like, one night, it, 
the, what the person was doing was like affecting my money and it was like just like they can't keep doing it and so like this Ooh. time i'm trying to communicate yeah. to him like hey you know you need to come do this issue and he flipped out on me and so i flipped out back and then he tells me to right. get up out the restaurant so i get up out the restaurant and it's just like and like my whole uh-huh. thing was like don't tell me to do something and then i do it and uh-huh. then you tell me you don't have time i did exactly what you told me to do you better have time if, uh-huh. it, if it took me if it was something that I was uncomfortable with, if it's something that you ask somebody to do and they're uncomfortable doing and they take the time to do it, I mean, yeah. it's just, it was they just, went out yeah, of their it way, was just bro. a respect. Yeah, you get what it you get out of that. Thing, and I just felt like at that point, there was no way I could, I could work for that company anyways. And then Fridays as a brand was going yeah. downhill too. So it was just a good yeah. time to, for me, it was a good time for me to get out. I got out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, started bartending uh, mm-hmm. at JJ's, um, managed at JJ's. Oh, yeah. I will say, you know. Over in uh, yeah, Little Rock? Yeah. I will say, you know, getting the management experience nice. was definitely good for me. But if I could do it again, yeah. I would never manage at JJ's. I would have just bartended. <laughs> no. But, yeah. Yeah, same, bro. That's, that was my mistake with Fridays was I hopped up to management and I was like, I can't deal with this, bro. Like, working for Wade – like, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you're on your own. When you you're got on your own. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It was bad. I miss Dale so bad, bro. I'd like to talk to that yeah. dude, honestly. Let's get this you dude on the podcast, should, bro. bro. Let's hey, get Dale's ass on the pod, bro. Because to be honest, like, me and Dale, <laughs> when Dale interviewed me to work at Fridays, we didn't talk nothing mm-hmm. about the job. Like, he just told me, like, at the end, like, hey, yeah. I know you want to be a server. It'll probably take you six months to a year, you know. Other than that, we didn't talk anything like because I want to say Dale's actually from uh, Dale's from Pittsburgh. Ooh, he yeah, yeah okay yeah so yeah, like, yeah. Me and, like that yeah he told me Dale that one had, time like, yeah. that Midwest like vibe so like you know he mm-hmm. you know the the rough around the edges like he you know he knew me and so like uh, Dale honestly. Honestly, without Frost and without Dell, I probably would have had got fired a long time, like way before you even probably worked there. Oh uh, yeah, Austin, I probably wouldn't even got yeah. a chance to meet you because because Damn. the thing is, is, we'd be different people. Well, because the thing is, is like me, my thing is like I'm gonna give you respect. I have no reason to disrespect anyone or anything. But if you disrespect yeah. me, I'm gonna say something. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna just sit there and stand back and. What mm-hmm. Dale and Frost used to always tell me is, is Michael, you weren't wrong for handling the issue. It was how you went about it. Because yeah. me, I just cuss <laughs> you out. But to be honest, man, like, yeah. <laughs> like Dale and Frost taught me the the political correct ways of how to navigate yes, in, the, right. in the, the corporate. Hey, and Dale, Dale is the best, bro. So, yeah, Dale yeah. is he's so shout out to that, them bro. because without <laughs> them, the man, I probably I, w- I don't think I would have got as far because I just man, I've never taken kindly to disrespect, man. I just don't believe in you, man, yeah. Man, there's no reason to disrespect people, and that's man. the business. That's yeah. the business, bro. Yeah, that that service industry is disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, as customers, hell, bro. I, I bite my I bite my tongue. You know, I've done that. Yeah. But if we're in the same boat working together and you're going to treat me a certain yeah. way, 
That's not happening, like, bro. Uh, what's her name? Tish. We, I have to tip you out my money for you to expo yes. my food, but you mess up all uh-huh. the time. Make <laughs> that make sense to me. So, like, bro, like. Right. Or are you asking me to, like, run run my food and shit? And, like, I'm supposed to be doing my job back here. I pay you to do bro. that kind of stuff. Like, that's what Man, you're there for. Man, I'll tell for. you, one time, Tish smacked my hand. Actually, this was, Jen was training. Jen was training as a food runner. Uh, oh, we, we talk about this story all the time. Jen was training as a food runner, <laughs> and I had some mozzarella sticks. This was a bad batch of mozzarella sticks. All the cheese out of the, uh-huh. all the mozzarella sticks was gone. Yeah, so you know, on the, yeah. on the thing, we got that where you put it in and you could put rush, rush, right? And mm-hmm. On the screen. Yeah. So, obviously, I had to re-ring them in. I didn't already let the managers know. They didn't already relate to Tish yeah. that those are supposed to be rush, rush. It said. As yeah, soon as possible. Bro. My yeah. stuff is sitting there in the window supposed to go out. She's letting it sit there in the in the window. Mind you, you know how, like, once that appetizer gets bumped, the kitchen starts working on that entree. So I'm trying to make yeah. sure that these mozzarella sticks come out before this entree. And, bro, uh-huh. she's like, no one touch my window. And, da, 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 da. and then she's like, still, I'm like, Tish, can you please hush? I'm working the window. I'm like, Tish, like. Yeah. I can see it. Like, I can see where your job, Bro, like, that's your job. I go job. to Do reach it. my yes. hand to grab it. She smacks my hand. I cussed her the F out. They heard me. <laughs> well, what we call that section? East? In the in office. East. They heard oh, me shit. all the way oh, in the Oh, over by the big yes. windows? Oh, man. She didn't thought I was going to get fired then. I didn't get fired. Like, again, they told me, Michael, you understand? But you handled it the wrong way. You yeah. weren't wrong. You just handled yeah, it the wrong right. Way. Yeah. Yeah, I pissed her out. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. But yeah, I got That's burnt out. That's on funny. It, it brings. Yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah. So you went. You went off to JJ's. You started working up there. You went into management for a second there. Were you like the the server manager, the, bar manager? I was the bar manager, on? man. I was doing. Uh, I was doing liquor nice. orders. And everything. And then it got mm-hmm. to a point where I was doing liquor orders three days a week. Um, I'm driving mm-hmm. on. Yeah, because JJ's right, blows yeah. through that shit. But I was bro. driving from Conway to <laughs> Little Rock on my days off to do the liquor order. Then we get one manager oh, who was like a fill-in manager decides, hey, I'm going to come in. I'm going to help uh I'm going to help you out. You don't have, on your day, it's your day off. You don't have to drive here. Let me, teach me yeah. how to. Let me do yeah. let me do the order. So I do that. They get mad at me yeah. for that. Yeah. But mind what? you, the my the my, my general manager didn't help me out. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't do this for me. The other manager wouldn't, but it's so crazy how management ends up being like more than like full time. It ends up being like oh, a lifestyle, bro. bro. They want you to be there like on call all day. That's what burnt me out on management like immediately, bro. I was like, I this is my day off. Like I shouldn't be getting calls. I shouldn't be getting I was this doing shit, bro. Like 60, you know I'm not at the restaurant. I was right? doing sixty to seventy five hours. Like, kid you not, bro. Uh-huh. Kid you not. And I mean and, no and to be honest, way, man, dude. to be honest, I didn't mind the work. I didn't. I didn't mind yeah. the grind. I embraced the grind. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. Yeah. The part was. I mean, shit, you was just where, came off three jobs yeah, a couple bro, years ago. The part that 
that that just was there were some things like I say, it's not I'm not comfortable enough snitching, you know. And there's some things yeah. that was going on behind the scenes, and I'm telling them even like they pulled me into the office like, hey Mike, such and such a, you know this, and I'm like, look, if you guys need to be down here for a month, you know, you come down here for a weekend. Yeah. People can be fake for a weekend. You see yeah. two days yeah. or some or, shit. Yeah. or or that a ain't week. real. That's not real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, come down. They're here. putting their best face on for exactly. a little while. Come down here and spend a spend a month. Spend two months down here, and I guarantee you. See how tired they yeah, get of you I and show you their the, real yeah. self. Yeah. And then you know, like fast forward, you know, um, because I end up leaving that JJ's and go try, you know. Tried another venture, opening up a rooftop bar and stuff like that. But then, uh, ooh, was that the one that opened up in uh, Conway? In Little Rock. In Little yeah. Rock. No, the, the one that oh, okay. opened up in Little Rock. And um, that, mm-hmm. that, that's the one that you hired old boy from Fridays for, right? Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, uh, shit, I can't remember. He. He was a server there, but he—I think he was a bartender. It was a—it it was a rooftop rooftop deal over there. I don't know if it's yeah, the same I'm company not sure. or what, but I might have but, it confused. Uh, yeah. yeah, basically that was just the owners was wanting people who have been in uh, the restaurant industry to go ahead and open it, establish it. They wanted to steal our ideas and not compensate us for it. Uh, and so when I when I figured okay. that out, I burned my bar bible, got rid of that. And yeah. kind of left them high and dry. And then I was going to try to go back and work for JJ's. But then I got com- compared to something. And I'm not going to go into details because I don't really want to put nobody out there like that, even though I should, because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't fair how I was treated. Um, and like, I, I do like to keep yeah. things real, but I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that type of person. You're not just yeah, out I'm here trying savage, to take people but yeah, down but then. You're not on that cancel yeah, culture, but then bro. It's like, you know, <laughs> I get compared to, or basically, they tell my wife, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're we're not gonna let Mike come on. We don't, we don't want you to deal with the same issues that the gen, general manager and her husband had dealt with." And it's like, you just Ooh, compare me. Yeah. It was like you compare me to. I have to say this: you compare me to an alcoholic, and I'm not an alcoholic. Like yeah, that was right. Okay, like yeah. that was the thing. It was like you compare me to an alcoholic, and I'm not an alcoholic. I tried to tell you when I sat there and told you you guys need to spend a month or two down here. I tried to tell you now you don't want to hire me down because of things I tried to hint to you. How am I supposed to snitch on my general, on my general manager, on my boss and her husband? Yeah. Oh shit! So they were putting you bro, in the situation was, bro, that you were trying to stay I, out of. I mean, I'm I'm in it because I'm a manager, you know, and it's just like mm-hmm. all of this stuff is being pushed back on me and projected as. as was that me. part of the reason you oh, left in the yeah, first place? Yeah. I, after when they came to have that talk, and I said, "You guys need to come down here for a month or two months and see what's really going on. Like, don't come here and chastise mm-hmm. me and talk to me, and y'all not knowing what's really yeah. going on." And they told me, they yeah, they told me that that they told me that that wasn't days. realistic. And I said, I said, okay. What kind of fucking company so are you running? That then? night, I decided, I'm like, all right, I'm done, I'm done. And yeah. then I started looking around and looking around. Actually, it wasn't even that. I asked one of the managers because 
I had came in early and worked extra hours, worked extra shifts for uh, another manager, you know, being part of the team. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. though I, we didn't see out of eye and sure. stuff, just being yeah. part of the team. The one time, the one yeah. time I asked for it, that was a no. It was a, you you need to go ask Ooh. corporate. Corporate, you never had oh, to ask so, corporate when I was doing it for you. Right. Probably on a whim, oh, too, on yeah, some bullshit, whenever yeah, you probably bro. actually need so it. It's, yeah. just like, it's like, cool, man. I was just like, I'm, I'm done. And then, I mean, and it turned it out being the it show like it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I called it. I, 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 I mean, yeah. you you can't put your employees in that type of situation. And then, you know, you're asking them to snitch on someone. Like, I snitch, and then you do nothing about it, and then I still got to work with the person. And then you still want me to keep snitching? Like, and you ain't gonna listen and, to me when you I think do my it. My life ain't gonna get harder, and it's already harder because I'm right. In the office, they gonna know, dude. Already. Yeah. So no, I'm good. Uh huh. Now I gotta look at this dude knowing that y'all know, and I know, and we talked about it, and he he knows. So like, what yeah, what bro. are we doing? Do something about it, or like shit, or get off the pot, my dude. Like my my wife would tell go, you when bro. we go out, man. I'm the DD for a reason, cause like I told you, I sip. I don't I don't drink, bro. I sip. Like I will sip. I don't think I've ever seen you like really drink either. Yeah, like that doesn't even seem like your persona at all. That's weird that they would even put that on you in the first place. That's weird, bro. Yeah. So (laughs) that's so crazy, bro. And with all the like, dude, working at JJ's, like, bro, I was working with like, I don't, I don't know if I want to like put any names on blast, but you know. Old T, old Tatiana over there, like a couple other people like that, like like sleeping in the back and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, come on, I guys. Mean, hey, you know, they got their favorites and who they want to allow to get get away with, sure, and, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's probably, you know, what contributed to me being burnt out. But then also, like, with yeah. COVID and then realizing, like, my job wasn't an essential job and then... People mm-hmm. coming into the restaurant knowing that it's COVID, knowing like I don't have a full section, you know, like we're all on, yeah. on just so that everybody can make some type of money. We're doing two, we're two on, table like, sections, yeah, quarter tips yeah, and shit. But but you know what yeah. people were doing? They were coming in and not tipping, and that was like I just feel like not tipping is disrespectful. That's a yeah, slap in the but face, to do bro. that crap yeah. during COVID, especially going through the stuff that my family was going through, I I took it more like knowing um, that you're there despite the fact that you know it's it's probably bad my, for you. You just have to be out there to make some money, I, and then they the, fuck you on that. At that time during COVID, the only income that my family had coming in was me. Was mm-hmm. me. My yeah. wife before she before she had the emergency C section, my wife was on bed rest. And had been on bed rest for like a month. Yeah. So that's income that wasn't coming in already. COVID hits. Yeah. Or whatever. That's I I get laid off. Like that's income that's not coming in. Then my wife is, yeah. has emergency uh C section. They open the restaurants partially back up. I get I get to go back into work or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. only for, you know, a couple days. It's not every day. 
And then again, my yeah. wife is yeah, it's partial hours here and there. My wife is in the yeah. hospital still with my son because he was in the NICU. You know, so I mean, and yeah. then like to not get tipped. So what I was doing was I was filling out five applications a day, literally. Kid you not, all throughout Arkansas, yeah. not getting no calls Damn. back. And so, all different industries, or were you focusing on one, or what were you man, going anything, for? Anything, anything. I mean, because yeah. my wife and I like we we bought our bought our cars, uh, so that's two car notes, yeah, two two insurance. Yeah. I mean, not you know insurance on both cars. Uh, you know, yeah. the government was you know giving people you know time, you know on rent, but we had a mortgage. Yeah. The bank wasn't giving no time, so. Yeah, the co- yeah. those private companies so, aren't playing that shit, bro. That's that's what I ended up with, bro. Like I never got to miss rent. Yeah, like my car got like, repo during that time, bro. My Fuck car all got that. Repo during COVID. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, uh, yeah, bro. Uh, real damn savages. Yeah, out I here, just couldn't bro. believe that they was doing it. It was just like, like I said, man. It was like robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So. Did you ever end up on uh, unemployment? Yeah, I was uh, on unemployment. That was the hardest thing. Uh, and I mean, but but yeah. still, you know, unemployment wasn't nothing. My wife couldn't do unemployment because she wasn't technically laid off. Um, you know, right. so, I mean, still that unemployment is not even, you know, what your full, what your full amount of a work week money is. And then, you know, what yeah. that... The, the money that the government was bringing in. The it, extra shit. I mean, that, yeah. the, a, a, a NICU baby, a premature baby, spending that money for a premature Golly. baby and all the things that we needed. And then on top of bills. Did you have insurance at that point for him and yeah. everything? Yeah, we had insurance. But, I mean, yeah. insurance only goes it so only far. Goes so yeah, far. you still they find yeah. a way the, the hospitals find a way for you to pay out of pocket somehow it's always something oh yeah they add a little something in there, uh, here and there. Are, are, are you and your uh your wife do y'all breastfeed or are y'all doing formula oh we're bre- we're full breastfeed bro and i'm so fucking glad with everything that's going yeah, on man. bro my god that sounds insane yeah. bro my, my uh definitely for my my premature son like we breastfed the entire time. My wife did it for six months mm-hmm. for my uh, for my daughter, but that was a struggle, and that was very mm-hmm. hard for her, you know, the first time. It's so much harder than they, like, I never thought that it was a struggle for, like, the breastfeeding part, but, I mean, I never it, really looked into it, but, like, turns out, dude, a lot of women just can't do it, and then some of them, you know, they have all the struggles in between, and, like, Kristen actually went and saw, like, a lactation consultant and, like, shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you got to fucking, like, it's, it's a, a full-time it job a just full-time feeding this baby, job. bro. It is actually. And then, God forbid, you got to make money on the on the top of that, too. You yeah, know what I mean? that's why like, my wife couldn't, uh, you know, rough, she was a general dude. manager. And uh, that's why she couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. do the general manager in uh, the restaurant. Yeah, she was the general manager JJ. of the yeah. Conway JJ's whenever she had yeah. your first, right? Yeah. You know, that was hard yeah. on her. So, the, you know, the second go around, she couldn't, she knew she couldn't do that. Um, yeah, but no you know, way. I mean, yeah. so like I said, it was hard for her on the first one, but the second one was good. You know, it was really good. I guess, you know, mm. it had came through before. So I guess, you know, it was already kind of, the streams was a little bit developed. I guess the first, the first time <laughs> right, it's yeah. kind of hard on mine. Her body knew yeah, what was but up. For some yeah. moms, you know, sometimes, you know, it, 
It's not like that. I know some some. Sometimes some women just can't some, yeah. do it. Like it just and doesn't some, happen for some them. Some of them just can't stop. I know some people who uh who donate theirs and stuff like that. Uh, if they yeah, make a yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's. Yeah, that's like a uh, Kristen's cousin. She makes like like she was making like shit like three four times what Kristen's making. Like she had shit packed in the freezer the first yeah. month. Like. Like, she had it on lock, bro, but, like, and so when Kristen was kind of struggling a little bit with it, uh, we got some of hers, and uh, we actually haven't even gone through all that, because Kristen started, like, picking up and shit, you know what I mean, like, but I've talked to a bunch of guys that, uh, like, they're going through the struggles of trying to find some formula, dude, because, like, uh, the general manager of the place I'm working at right now, Cody, he they did they were doing half and half, they were doing uh, formula and yeah. breastfeeding. And so, like, now it's impossible to find formulas, so now they have to kind of compensate there, but living in the DFW area, what he does is he'll drive around to different CVSs, Walmarts, fucking anything you can get, and hope that you can find some formulas schedule a doctor's somewhere. appointment for your child. Yeah, do they have it at the hospitals? Or? I tell you this, um, for my son, we never bought uh like, I mean, yeah, we had plenty of, like, uh, breast milk, but, you know, you you have, like, those formulas on hand and stuff like that, just in just case. Just in case, you know, But, yeah. um, and, I mean, we, we, we did it with my daughter, too. We just didn't take advantage of it because we, we felt like we were fortunate enough where we could go buy a formula. But every time we took yeah. our children... My my daughter and my son to their doctor's appointment. We walked out with sacks of formula. Oh these, shit! These okay, doc- yeah. Most, man, uh, I'll probably be giving out a little jewels here. Most doctors' offices have contracts with formula companies. Um, they're yeah. they're sponsored by them in some way. Uh, same way like with toothpaste. Yeah. If your dentist is telling you to get this toothpaste, they're sponsored by them. Yeah. That's how these. That's how those yeah. toothpaste brands can sit there and, and say... And you get that little goodie bag yeah, on the way out, those, too. Those uh, toothpaste companies or those formula companies can say doctor approved or the number one doctors because... Yeah. That's that's how they're able to say that. They're dropping it in your bag on the way out, <laughs> yeah. That, that's how they're <laughs> able to say that, man. That shit is so <laughs> wild to me. I've been, I've been hearing stories about people like going... Hey, chill out, Baylor. <laughs> but like people that don't have kids be going into these places buying up the formula and then reselling it on the on the low, like for like three to five times what it's worth, you know? Like that that shit, like you should be beat the fuck up for that, in my opinion, well, you bro. Saw? You dealing with taking food out of babies' mouths, bro. I mean, shout out to, you know, Jeff Bezos has his uh his downs for sure. But one thing that I will say, shout out to mm-hmm. Amazon on was when COVID hit and those two guys that filled up their garage with a whole bunch of cleaning supplies and different, you know, things that people needed and then start toilet yeah, paper and know, shit. It, it made yeah. national news, but those guys were trying to mm-hmm. uh, you know, overcharge and stuff and Amazon shut their account mm-hmm. down. So they were stuck with all that product. Nice. They were able to really sell it. Yeah. That's what you get, motherfucker. Yeah. You better figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to uh, take advantage of a bad situation yeah. on people, bro. Like, when people are at their lowest. Like, imagine being, like, 
Like, are you? So, how old is your my son? My son now? is now. Uh, my son is two, and my daughter is uh, three. Oh, okay. Yeah, my son just turned two. April. So y'all aren't doing formula or oh, anything no, now, no, huh? No, that boy. So y'all yeah, are past been that. Past that for yeah for a while. Yeah. Now imagine like Jen wasn't able to make milk, and then you only had formula, and then you're in this situation now where there's no formula to be had. Like, your baby is, like, probably honestly going hungry some of the time because you just don't have yeah, anything in the, for in him. The you know what I mean? This, like, what I would have did, I would have went straight to the to the doctor's office. Yeah. I mean, because, okay, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where, I mean, like I said, you know, with my daughter, we had the money to go get formula, so I wasn't really worried about it. But, like, my son was born, mm. you know, during COVID. And so, you know, we... Yeah, you're having to stretch them <laughs> and then, dollars. And then yeah. the, the, the formula, you know, like I said, he for the most part, he was breastfed. So the formula that was left over, yeah. we ended up giving to her sister that had already had a baby. So, you know, we, you you know, go, we yeah. it donated down, you know. But, I mean, Pay man, forward, we had yeah. them cans. They're like these cans, and they're that big around. I'm not sitting here mm-hmm. saying that those cans can feed a baby for, you know, a whole shortage or whatever. Obviously, you need like a lot of them. Nah. But I mean, yeah. I I go to the doctor. I I mean, if the if the doctor yeah. is not having them, then there's there's a really big issue. Something's yeah, really if bad. If the doctor's not yeah. having them, then there's a really big issue. But even still, you still want to go take your child to the doctor. Hey. My my child hasn't as yeah my child possible, hasn't really. eaten yeah. work I I can't get any formula your child needs to go to the doctor anyways then so yeah. I mean yeah so talk to him they'll yeah. figure something out bro yeah damn dude this whole thing is just crazy bro <laughs> yeah I mean the the part that I I seen like people on social media with this you know they want to blame they want to blame the left some people want to blame the right and this this really has nothing to do with politics at the end of the day um this has has to do everything with corporations man and, uh, yeah i was about to say like what does this have to do with politics isn't it like a supply chain this, kind of a deal or something like that like the, I, I mean if you if you want to blame anybody don't I, don't blame the left and don't blame the right don't blame the dems don't blame the republicans just blame our government as a as a whole because they've allowed corporations to have such a hold on our country you know i mean yeah that's the, on food and babies yeah. mouths bro like that's, that is like if you look at it like that bro like that's something that should not be privatized or anything like that that should be something fully accessible for everybody any kid any baby that needs food should have food i mean like that's fucked up man, i look man. at food like food's a necessity man on the the way they price it and things yeah. like that it's I mean, no. Was it food, water, don't shelter? Is like the three that you don't need. Don't get me started, man. I have people. I'm telling. I'm my my whole goal in life right now is just to get. You know, a lot of people will continue to say, "Hey, you know, uh, your candidate might not ever win," or da 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 da. But if everybody would stop saying that, and I just feel like this, man. The Republican Party and the Democratic Party are both corporations. They're, they're corporations. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. The biggest. So, if, yeah. if you don't want your country being ran by corporations, why would you vote for a corporation? Based so, yeah. On, so, like, 
Yeah. I'm for less government giving the the country back to the people. I feel like we should be voting on our laws and not a representative because do that. That's going to pass things for a certain agenda. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, that's just that's just me, man. Yeah, and that's what's crazy to me is like the way like something that's somewhat recent to my understanding is like the way that they pad these uh, bills with other issues. Like we should vote on one thing at a time. You know what I mean? Like. It shouldn't be you got to have this, and if you have this, you have this, this, yeah, and this. Or, like, that's yeah, or you up, can't man. have Come this. Come on, yeah. It's, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. That's the weirdest way yeah. to do business, yeah, bro. I'll say, I mean. That's like saying. Like, that's why that's I, crazy, I'm, I'm for less government, man. I'm definitely for it. Uh, I'll say uh, I voted yeah. for. But it also. I voted oh, for, ahead, uh, what's her name, Joe Jurdson, because that was one of, like, her biggest platforms was, like, turning you know because think about this if we're not paying if we have less government and we're not paying so much for all of these representatives who don't represent us and things like that think about where that money could actually go think about how i mean just think about how much of our bill is just salary yeah that's crazy yeah i mean when well the, the point I was going to make was, like, like when you bring it down to the people, though, like, you have to put, like, you have to understand that there are, there is a certain percentage that is dumb. There's a certain percentage that is crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put everything on the people. True. Like, And then there's those people that aren't going to be involved. True. Yeah. And so you're going to end up with that class again of the people that will be involved, and then they get to make all the decisions. But if everybody can be involved, then they should be, but not everybody's going to, yeah. you know, like it's, it's, it comes down to human error at that point, really. I in mean, my mind. I put it to you like this though, but because I feel like a lot of people don't get involved because I mean, and I, I, I was one of those people. I felt like my vote doesn't matter. And you know, like I, I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Like I, you know, I skipped a, a couple elections and the reason why I skipped them yeah. is because like, I felt like my, I felt like my vote didn't matter, you know? Like, what and am I doing here? The, yeah. the reason why I did vote, and yeah, I didn't vote, you know, people will say, oh, well, yeah, because you didn't vote Democrat or Republican, you know, uh, your vote still didn't matter. But I feel like you're going to start seeing the, the tide slowly change and, like, the percentages on, like, independent candidates yeah. are going to start going up. And I feel like once, because my thing is this. Why don't all of our presidential candidates, like people think that we only always have two candidates. Why don't all of them yeah. get to debate? Because I guarantee They don't you, get that full face time on the, you, on the news and I shit. I guarantee you if those other candidates got to debate, people wouldn't have been voting for neither one of the, 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 the two. Man, what was that South Park? What was it? Uh, a a shit sandwich and a, a something <laughs> or some shit like that, bro. Like, like we don't want to vote for either of these Golly. people. If people knew that there was a better option, then they bro, would fucking go I for that. I definitely had to go for the better. But option. that's the narrative that's being spun, yeah, like bro. My dad told me he was like my dad was. You know, he my dad and my mom they've been Democrats their whole life. You know, growing up, and it wasn't until you know, and so like me growing up, I. Democrat is what I thought. Yeah, until yeah. I realized, man, I, I'm an independent thinker, man. You know, to be honest, you know, like yeah. a lot of a lot of people, you know, 
uh, disagree, but when when Trump was saying that stuff about Hillary Clinton and them emails and stuff, they weren't lying. They weren't lying. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like when, you know, when Biden's mm-hmm. saying this stuff about Trump, they're not lying. Like, I... I, I, you know, like, and that's and that's the great thing about I just feel like you know, being an independent thinker and you know going through life like I got to see you know like a lot of people, you know I got to see, uh, the black aspect and I've been you know actual mm-hmm. you know a victim of police brutality and things like that yeah. you know like I have that aspect of it, but then I also because yeah. you know I've because I moved to Arkansas and I've gotten more diverse, I can also see the aspect mm-hmm. of, you know, why someone would possibly vote Republican money wise, you know, like I, I, I yes. see, I yeah. see those different aspects and I'm able to understand that. But mm-hmm. because I'm independent, I can see that versus if I, you can see yeah, both sides. Exactly. Of that. Yeah. See it as an issue. And then you see it as a, like, like the way money's being spent and the way and money's honest, going to the people. I just feel like if everybody like that. thought that way, the changes that we want, the mm-hmm. changes that we need, we'd have them. We'd have them. If people were more informed <laughs> and just, you know, made educated decisions rather than just listening and taking things at Research. face value, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, and that's the culture that we live in where everything like you if you thought that what you were being given was correct, then you have everything you need. You know, so you can make decisions just based off of what's being fed to you. But, like, that's from another person or another group of people that have an agenda. So if you're not able to look past that and kind of take that plus whatever you read or whatever you get from a third party or whatever your core beliefs are, you know, and make a decision based on everything together then like there that's where the problem lies is like people just take things they don't do any research like this is what's going on and it's bad bro it's bad it's and it's also it's like a it's like they do it out of like like ease of access you know it's like it's easy for them to do it that way like you have to do the time and like do the work to get the information so they're like well I mean, I feel like I already know what I'm talking about. And somebody else is backing him up saying, yeah, you know yeah, what you're talking about. You're I, good. My, yeah. We were talking about uh, it's the, the attention span of uh, of people isn't as long anymore. And I don't know if it's because of social media or if it's because of phone. But I think that that's, that's the, both. yeah, probably both. But <laughs> like you were saying, man, uh, you know, people don't want to put in the time because there is, their attention span isn't that long. Uh, I, I talked yeah. to, you know, my my other host of my Fans Edge and my producer is, you know, how long we should mm-hmm. be keeping the shows and things like that because of, you know, people's attention span. It's just... Literally their attention span. It's not span. that yeah. long. Like, I mean, I yeah. say... That's where I that's where I run into a problem because my podcasts, they run fairly long because it's just me and you, you know, yeah. having this conversation. We're already... Coming up on two hours, bro. And I tell it's like, people what I do. I feel I don't see how we the, could lose people. The way I, I listen uh, to podcasts and I get through them, I listen to them on like that uh, one point two, that one point two five times fast or one and a half times. Oh, fast. the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, I mean, okay, honestly, yeah. like you know, 
we take pauses in between when we talk and things like that. So mm-hmm. if I'm playing up a little bit, it's just like as if you're talking but with no pauses. Right on. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and as long as you can you can yeah, hear it. Can, as like, long, yeah, yeah no, there's there are some where, you know, some some podcasts, you know, mic quality or things might not not be as and you might not be able to hear someone clear. Those are yeah, those are the ones like where that. you probably wouldn't use the speed on. But you know, if you're able to hear mm-hmm. the people clear. Yeah. Hell yeah. You can turn a two hour podcast into an hour and a half, dude. I've That's the way to go, bro. You turn a Joe Rogan into an yeah. hour and a half, dude, you're you're doing something right, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Them hoes are like three hours a pop, For dog. Sure, <laughs> man. I've I've tried to get through some of his and I'm just like, man. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be a good guest. Like I like I like listening to Joe talk, but I really like a good guest for them to feed off each other because sometimes he gets people on there like they're real like intellectual people like you really want to yeah. listen to hear what they have to say, but it's like, damn, bro, like you are giving me the runaround on how you're getting to these points and stuff. Like I understand what you're talking about. Maybe you're catering to a certain type of person that needs this explanation but i don't need yeah. this explanation i'm tired of hearing you say this shit bro yeah. <laughs> yeah but okay so i think we should uh we're coming up on about two hours so i think let's go ahead and just talk about where where my boy mike is right now like what's going on in your world Man, my dude? right now uh you know i have two beautiful children a beautiful wife um we moved yep. into a six-bedroom home. So uh, when we first, Six yeah, man, bedrooms? when we first moved down here, the the market, like the, obviously, like the housing market is crazy. We sold our home, and um, mm-hmm. and you moved down here when? We like, moved down here. I say May first, May first. So okay, like, so y'all recent. Uh, well, okay, well, no, cool. May May first. I was just making sure year. I hadn't no, been May missing you. May first of last year. Oh, yeah, shit, it was just y'all been here this whole time, man, and I we didn't just know. Stayed, Cause we was in an apartment, it was hard for us to like really. Yeah, and then you know we have children, so it's hard for us to really get out and find babysitters, things like that. So we were, yeah, we it's were hard, in a we went <laughs> yeah. from a three bedroom home in Conway to a two bedroom apartment in Dallas. That was hard on us yeah. and the kids. So now we got this six bedroom mm. house. The kids got a playroom. They got their own room. Things are good. Six yeah, bedrooms. That's uh, crazy, bro. Yeah. So I work from home now as a logistics specialist. Uh, I love it, nice. man. Um, yeah. You know, I, I feel like logistics is definitely, like I said, I, I have been looking. You know, uh, I've been looking for you know a career. Um, I at the company that I work for now. I won't say the name. But um, yeah, the company I work for, I was actually trying to get hired on with them before COVID hit. When COVID hit, they went on a hiring mm-hmm. freeze. But um, you know, I ended up cu- coming back around. They 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 were hiring, and I got in, and I've been working for the company for over a year now. And man, I I love it. Nice. Uh, working from home is amazing. Yeah, I save so much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially during this Hell time yeah. with gas. You got one of them six rooms as yeah. your office? Yep. Or what's right that? now I'm in my office. Yep. Uh, and, and, and my That's office is about. also kind of like, like we got the living room downstairs. This is also like my my living room as well. Like when the college football season That's is your where space. I'm, I'm going to be. Uh, I got multiple mm-hmm. 
Broadcasting yeah, live to YouTube, Twitter, monitors, everything. <laughs> multiple games on and stuff. So yeah, I'm. Yep. I'm ready, man. Running the stats. Yeah, I'm ready, man. Yep. So, bro, I cannot wait for football season to kick off, just so you can like help me with my fucking lineup bro. and shit, bro. Like I'm telling you, like now that I know I can call in, like now that I know I can hop in on that conversation, I'm about to be asking y'all the Heck dumbest yeah, questions, man. bro. Um, <laughs> and if you want to hop in, uh, a lot of people don't know, but. There's college fantasy football. So, if you want to hop in that. I know. That sounds hard, bro. Everybody think that it's hard, but it's not, man. Um, Is it really? really, Okay. It's it's really not that hard. Um, I say the only difference Mm -hmm. is is the only only difference is you have to think about, like, if you got a player that's on Bama and they're about to play, like, a scrub Mm -hmm. team and you know it's going to be a blowout. You might not want to mm. play like your quarterback or whatever, like that. The full blown yeah. starter because they're gonna sit him out after the first. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you might not. Yeah. So what you time. do is is you kind of have like you can have that player and then you can get like another one from like a school that's decent, but they're probably gonna play their starter the whole game. And so you. Yeah. Because you're not worried about them playing that great. You're just trying to get as many snaps with as many little points here and there. So, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's, I love, honestly, I love college fantasy football more than I love NFL. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Nice, dude. Now, yeah. the only only thing that kind of, like, I guess makes it hard is, like, YouTube, they had one and they got rid of it at, because of COVID because, I guess, you know, they got rid of their fantasy football because of COVID. Every it was hard. It was hard on everybody. Yeah, well, all the sports. Yeah, stuff. exactly. So, um, yeah. and then they decided not to bring it back. So we doing it on fan tracks, mm-hmm. and fan tracks is uh, let. All right, wait, hold up, bro. I'm I, I literally I got a piece so bad it's crazy. I've been <laughs> trying to hold it. it. <laughs> I'm about to go hit this real quick, and we I go hop back on. <laughs> I felt like I was like, I was like jumping up and down to my seat and shit. I felt like I was like not giving you your due there for a second because I really oh, felt no. like I was going to pee my pants. Oh, you good, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
right, so we're talking about the uh, so the college uh, the college fantasy, yeah. bro. So you had to hop on onto a different platform, yeah, or called, what, what yeah, is that exactly? Yeah, I hopped exactly? on fan tracks uh, with it. The only thing is, is like fan rather than FanDuel, uh, you were no, using before you, uh, Yahoo. I was using Yahoo College Fantasy before, and then uh, we had to switch over to Fantrax. Fantrax is probably the only app that's doing college uh, football. They just don't give you. They don't okay. predict. Uh, they don't predict players like how many points the players are going to get. You know how. You know oh, okay. how like uh, NFL, you'll have like yeah, a projected, projected amount of points yeah, that they, they don't, get. They don't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do it. Okay, so you got to know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just kind of got to know, you know, who your who your player is playing that day, um, what school and what yeah. team. But um, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. That's what's up. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you might have a like a lot more like, because like I'm in well, I'm in an eight man league. I know some people are playing like twelve man leagues, and like you're just running out of players to get people. Like you, you don't have a, a good quarterback to pick out of the the free or the waiver wire or whatever. I'll tell you this: there was a guy who made the playoffs in our league, and so like I had it where if you did, if you if you missed the draft, your players aren't auto drafting. I hate auto draft. Yeah. So yeah, because <laughs> auto draft picks bro, the best. It gets on my nerves. It gets on my nerves. Yeah, we had a guy, we had a guy. He didn't show up for half the fucking season, but he had the best team in the fucking league. Yeah. And he, the the main thing that got him was he just wasn't setting his lineup, so like the guy would be out. But on the other weeks, he was fucking yeah. killing it. So if he had all his players in, he wouldn't even have to set it. He'd just murder everybody. So dude, he picks his players or whatever after the draft and makes the playoffs. Uh, yeah, he just goes all waiver wire. Yeah, he okay. Just, I mean, well, it was like I guess before like waiver wires like free agency, so okay, uh, yeah. because you still got to fill your roster. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he filled his complete roster, and I mean, but like that's the good thing about yeah, that's the good thing about college from. football is is there's so many players. Uh, we did uh, 20, 20 person league in this one. But we won't be doing twenty yeah, people. It was twenty people. Yeah, Damn. that pot. Was... And he he was able to pick out the waiver uh, wire, yes. bro. Uh, that is crazy. That It'll be more like ten or twelve. <laughs> ten or twelve max. Twelve. Okay, Matt. yeah. Twenty sounds yeah, 20 nuts, bro. Matt. I don't know twenty people that I could get to even play, bro. But it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. I bet it was, bro. I bet you had like, I bet you had like clicks in that bitch, like. Bro, but yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I ain't doing nothing, man. Uh, you know, just living life, enjoying life down here, just trying to get uh, more opportunities, um, to better my life. Yeah. I, you know, wanted to move down here for my kids so that they could have better opportunities. Um, whether that be mm-hmm. sports, whether that be technology, whatever. Also, uh, yeah. Better schools, Definitely better everything. Better really. yeah. yeah, I mean, when I went to UCA, so yeah. many people was telling me that they had college credits, and I'm just like, freak. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about like I was in, you know, like honors. I'm on a five point scale, but what did it mean if I'm not getting college mm-hmm. credits? I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that kind of right, that yeah. Kinda it looks good on yeah, paper. So that's that's stuff that I yeah. kind of want my kids to be able to, you know. 
have those opportunities. And that's, I mean, the way I look at it, like once I had my daughter, like my life was over, man. I'm living my life for my kids. So, bro, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. Like I'm still doing my thing, like doing my podcast and everything too. But it's like every bit of money, like I got I got money saved up back here and shit, dude. Like that's not, not my money. Yeah, it's not. It, that ain't been my money yeah, for six months, nope. bro. <laughs> nope, your money ain't yeah. your money no more. It's all theirs, man. But yeah, it, it's a blessing, man. Mm-hmm. I love. And it. my time, dude. Like my time is just it's gone. Like. It's crazy how, like, little time that you have, like, I'm taking care of, like, I mean, I'm still working my full job, and, like, I'm still running the podcast and stuff, but it's, like, every little bit of in-between, there's no, like, I get to sit down and just have a beer by yeah. myself, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, well, so Kristen, she takes the baby to bed around, like, 9 o'clock, and I get, like, I basically get to stay up as long as I want, and, like, I'll be kind of by myself at that point. But, like, she also wakes up at 6, and I don't get up to, like, 10. So, in that time, that's my time to take care of the baby. And then everything in between, we kind of split. So, like, I get the nights, she gets the mornings, then we split everything in between. But it's like, there's a lot of bleed over, bro. Oh, trust me. I know. I know. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody knows. Like, I think we got got the best system that you can have, but, like, there's no, like, perfect system for it. You're never going to be your own person again. Exactly. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah I, I hear them babies yeah, yeah, in the that's background definitely now. Definitely my son. Yep. <laughs> you need to go get in the bed. Yep. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. What time? Oh shit. It's about. It's almost yeah, midnight. Yeah, coming yeah. up. He's just. He's over here just fighting sleep. You know how they do. They fight sleep. Mm-hmm. Is Jen in there? Jen in there yeah, taking yeah. care of her. Taking yeah, care she of her. Yeah. Laid him down and he was doing good uh, for a minute, but mm-hmm. you know how it is, man. Bro, they fight that sleep so hard. Like, that's one thing that gets me. I'm like, all you have to do is go to sleep. It'll solve every problem that you're having. Everything that you're mad about can be solved by you going to sleep yeah. right now. <laughs> and they just won't do it. Now, sometimes, though, if I put him down, he probably won't <laughs> get back up, though. Oh, you know, I don't know what it is. Bro, I've noticed that. I, I, got, that, I got that, too, bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of weird. You'll get a good couple hours yeah. out of that, out of that daddy yeah. put down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got you got anything else That's bro? Wild, bro nah bro i think we're actually at like a nice little like uh like a natural ending point here bro like yeah it's been an absolute blast and i'm glad i i'm honestly glad i got to know a little bit more about you bro and i'm i'm glad to know that you were just i mean relatively close i mean frisco's still like it's crazy about dfw like you can live in dfw and still be yeah, an hour away from I mean, somebody that's the city bro that's <laughs> like, Cleveland, man like if Yo, I was, that's like, wild, my, like I was bro. telling you, like my high school, you know, was on the west side. Driving, probably mm-hmm. about thirty minutes to get to my high school. Just imagine catching a bus, like, and like I told you, catching two buses you know, and then the, walking, the, bro. The two buses was my middle school route. The high school yeah. route was catch a bus, hop on the train station, get off the get off oh, at the shit. train station downtown. Hop on another bus mm-hmm. or whatever, just to get to my school or to get to one bu- to a nut to one bus and then hot- catch another one. So I caught like three buses and then uh, one train and yeah. a train. Yeah, Jeez, high school. dude. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like where we had like I was at uh, JROTC, so we would have like morning morning drills sometime at six o'clock. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you talk about football Come practice on, sometimes, bro. like morning Doing practice. The most at six. Here, bro. So you just think about like wow. at what time I had to leave my house just to get to school at six o'clock in the morning or something like that. Yeah. That is insane, bro. Yeah. Hey, that's one thing I will say about you, bro, is like you've always been the guy I know to put in put in the effort and also to be the guy that will tell you how it is and like it's not like you're coming you're coming from a place of you've already weighed the options like you're like I have to say this right. at this point. Like at this point like you've put me in a position where I can't not I tell you. I appreciate that you, you can know? see that. You know uh I guess I don't know if it's you know because I'm you know from up north or whatever or mm-hmm. what but a lot of people you know I guess kind of call it rude or you know mean or whatever yeah. but it's just like I don't know I just like, you should be able to cut to yeah, business just, at a certain point. Like, cut down to everything. We're talking man-to-man at yeah, a certain I just, point. Yeah, I mean, I was I was yeah. taught to don't sugarcoat. I was taught to never sugarcoat mm-hmm. nothing. Say what's on your chest, you know. Um, yeah. Say what's on your heart. And I guess just now in this day and age, it's like, we're definitely taught that we have to sugarcoat so much, and this you got to do. The, you got to do the dance with everybody, and I, bro. <laughs> man, I, battle, I battle with it. It's tiring, sometimes, man. I mean, sometimes you might catch me, yeah. you know, doing a couple ums because I'm trying to find the politically correct you way. You bite your yeah, tongue a little bit. Politically correct way to say <laughs> things, but man, honestly, you can't just call somebody a dumbass honestly, anymore when they being a yeah, dumbass. The way like, I look at it is, man, like if I'm not saying something to you. And I, you know, I, pr- I probably don't care about you or something like that. But man, mm-hmm. if I if I take the time out to to speak to you or to say something, it's from yeah. a place of love. Cause honestly, that's all I. There's a level man, of respect. All I got it. is yeah. love to give, man. You know, and I'm I, I'm a yeah. loving person, and you know, I you know I'll say I'm the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And my wife will laugh when you say yeah. that, and I'll say. And I say that because <laughs> right. I say I'm the nicest yeah. guy because I'm not going to smile. If, if things aren't going right, I'm not going to just smile in your face and just keep telling yeah. you everything's going right. Nah. You're going to get yeah. the level of respect you I, deserve, and I'm, though. I'm going to tell you, you know, if you're if you're effing up in life, I'm going to tell you. You know, I, I have a friend, you yeah. know, um, you know, he comes to me about things and I just, I, I keep it real. I'm like. Hey, I, I did tell you that this was going to happen. You know, I hate being that I told yes, you so, but yeah. I told you so. And, you know, a lot you, uh-huh. you can see all these grays, and a lot of people might think I'm... I swear, right, yeah. A lot of people yeah. might think I'm stressing, but it, it, it's not that, man. I One thing I say is I'm wise beyond my years, and uh, that's that's where you get Absolutely, these gray hairs yeah. from, man. Uh, you're an old soul that's getting to where you're. You're getting a little yeah. old over there, bro. I definitely yeah. am an old soul. So you're soul. past, like you're, you're past your time. Like you're, like you're a grown man now, but you have an older soul than you oh, even are, sure. bro. And I really yeah. appreciate that about you, bro. Appreciate it, yeah. man. Uh, hey, I do gotta ask. Hey, have you hit up Caden since you've been over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caden uh, actually uh, was working with Jen uh, for a while. Yeah. But um yeah, really? I've seen Kaden. Okay. Uh, me and Kaden went to main event a couple times, so yeah. Nice. Okay, they're about to open up a. Uh, uh, so I work for Boomer Jacks, and uh, they own or they they do the uh, the ice house and stuff like that. 
and they're about to open a, a new ice house or not an op- it's not the ice house it's the uh uh crap i can't remember the name of it right now but they're about to open one up in the store and the gm of my restaurant is about to go open that place up so i'm about to have to go check that place out for yeah. sure bro like i gotta go to frisco more dude all right well if yeah. you're ever here let me know man let me know i ain't doing that I i'm just you- hanging out with my kids we could we could chill on the back on the, uh, the back patio relax uh that's what I'm yeah and about, if yeah. you Hey, we'll drop we'll drop Oceana off in the in the game room hey, with your boy and your yeah, girl over you're there. More than welcome. I even got a whole uh, we got a playpen and playset in there too. So, even, oh, bet. Even, okay, yeah, that's over perfect, with, bro. Yeah. Shoot, my daughter. Yeah, my I gotta come up north sometime. Might hop in the with her. So, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, she gonna show her what's up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me <laughs> right, on, bro. man. Uh, definitely, I would love to have you on the show. Uh, we do it live. We do it yes. live every Sunday at six Central, uh, seven Eastern. Mm-hmm. So you know, just go on and um, we'll post. Like once we go live, we yeah. post that link uh, for other people to join mm-hmm. live. We post that in the comments right after. Mm-hmm. So just click that link and hop on, bro. We'd love to have you on. Go ahead and hit me with like a. Go ahead and hit everybody with like a full blown plug. Like I need everybody to know how to get to the fans oh. edge, where to find you, when you're gonna be doing it, everything. Oh, bro. all of your social media platforms: TikTok, Instagram. Just type in the fans edge. Just type in yep. the fans edge. We're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. If you can. TikTok, yeah. Instagram, if you're on YouTube. YouTube please yeah. hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, it does nothing but help yes. generate uh, more viewership, and also helps put us up there mm-hmm. in like that that top tier, so people can see our videos first. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there you go, yeah. bro. Yeah, and uh, every Sunday at six, you drop the action. Like, so you drop the the recorded version of it yeah, on Mondays. The, the you podcast said? version is available every Monday morning uh, at four a.m. Uh, Central, five mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern. Nice. So that way, if you know, if you mm-hmm. like to get up and get your early morning workouts, you can go ahead and listen to the fans' yeah. edge. Or if you're just getting ready for work or just trying to get in the mood. Need to get caught up on yeah. You doing the dishes in yeah, the morning. Need to get caught up on the yeah. uh, sports so you know what to talk to with your people and your coworkers for the week. Definitely check out the fans. Edge, Hell yeah. yeah! Honestly, bro, you're gonna help me out a lot with like because most of my knowledge, like I, I still work behind the bar, so like I be bullshitting yeah. with people about sports that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So I'm about to use you. Get a little yeah. information, drop it on them, make them talk back yeah, to me. You know? for sure, man. Yeah. And uh, I have to send you some uh, some fans edge gear and stuff so that uh, yeah, hey, and then that way yeah. you can also um, you know, let your your customers know to tune in as well because you oh know, yeah, it's definitely yeah, you know you got a TBOO shirt in the mail sure. right now, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, because yeah. the thing is, man, the whole platform is for people to be able to come on and discuss. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. the, yeah, and help the, people the, out. Yeah, man. The, pla- yeah. the platform doesn't work if people don't come in. It's not the fans' edge if the fans uh-huh. don't join in. <laughs> I swear, yeah, yeah you you just be the edge, <laughs> falling right. off of it, right. really. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely need the fans to come. Yeah. You know, interact with us, man. It's definitely a healthy, yeah, live, uh, fun debate. You know, uh, I got the most, and I felt like. 
Honestly, I felt like when I watched it on Sunday, I felt like I could have hopped in. I, di- I didn't see the link or anything. I, I honestly was kind of listening to it while I was taking yeah. care of the baby and shit and, like, all that stuff. But, like, if I can get the time, like, I'm definitely about to hop in for on sure, Sunday, man. bro. would love to have you, man. Uh, thank you again for having me on. Yeah. And, uh, hey, I would love to do this again. I would love to do this again, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm so down with yeah, that. Dude, yeah. Uh, yeah, once we once we get this whole thing kicked off, bro, I'm gonna get you on that uh, on that detours of business, bro. Talking about how you made everything work yeah, out, bro. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and let you go. I'm gonna get this whole thing set up, and it'll be ready in a couple of days. But I'm gonna make sure I do my due diligence. Make sure this thing is pristine and ready to All go, right, bro. Let me know when you uh, you know, when it's available, so I can go ahead and uh, share right, it on bet, all bro. my platforms. That's my boy. All right, I ain't that. All right, homie. I'll see For you sure. soon, my man.